0: Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Patrick. We've both been bartenders in Vegas for over 20 years. I've lived here for over 30 years. And
1: I'm born and raised. Even though the casino and hospitality industry helped build this town,
0: so has the music and entertainment business. This is Tales of Vegas, Music Edition. Hey, hello and welcome to another episode of not just Tales from Vegas, but Tales from Vegas Music Edition. So, music edition. I have my co-host Patrick with you. Patrick, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good, thank you. All right, sounds good. And then, of course, I am Danny. Guys, welcome again for another music edition. We'd like have another uh, musician, another Vegas-based musician here with us. And uh, this actually, uh, our, our guest has a connection with our, our co-host, right, Pat?
1: Absolutely. This is uh, uh, a dear friend of mine, someone I've known most of my life. And uh, I, you know, I was thinking about this when I knew we were going to have uh, him come on. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing, you. You know you go through life meeting a lot of friends and in an acquaintances uh, different various points of your life. but right. it is something else to be said when you call someone a childhood friend, and that's, that's true. Who, that's who this is, right? You know, and there's uh, a few that I made in high school and and a little younger, and I've kept around mm. and kept a
0: close tie with, especially and, for this long. When you keep that, childhood yeah, friend, and
1: yeah. I am very blessed to have him as a friend, and I'm I'm so glad that he's here with us, uh, Brian. Want to say something? Hello.
0: Hey, thanks for joining us, buddy. <laughs> of course. <it's laughs> how you doing to today, Brian? All right. <laughs> good <laughs> to
2: be here on a Sunday morning coming yeah, down. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. little Johnny Cash.
0: A little Johnny Cash. <laughs> All right, Brian, well, it's good to have you here, man. Thanks for coming down. Um, before we get into uh, w- w- what you're doing uh, now, uh, why don't we get a little bit about your background, man. Where, where you're from, where you've been, how do you get that, where you've been out now?
2: Well, um, I've been here in Las Vegas for... Years. <laughs> when, when when Pat says a uh, uh, childhood friend, it's like it's been a long, long time. Right. Uh, yeah. I moved here to uh, from uh, Salt Lake when I was five. Oh, okay. So I've been here for over three decades.
1: Let's
0: yeah, that's Put it that yeah, way. It's Let's been we've been in three
1: over three decades. <laughs> been here. Definitely raised here. Definitely raised here. Nice.
2: I, I. You know, somebody said so you're not battle-born to me the other yeah. day? <laughs> like,
1: wow.
3: how,
2: how are you ever going to get the tattoo yeah. if you're not yeah. battle-born? I was going to say, he probably had a tattoo, And I was right? like, I'm battle-tested. Yep. Yeah. So oh. this
1: is where, you know, and that's the new... <laughs> you know, that was always a, a thing for our state growing up, but that wasn't something as a kid growing up that I we ever said or or it was that's ever funny. mentioned. That yeah. became something later. That wasn't <laughs> a thing born and raised. When we were no. teenagers
2: here, no one was saying they're battle-born, you know? I think it happened Golden nights in uh, October 1st. I yeah. think that's when... The battle battleboard battle and became uh, more ubiquitous at least. Yeah, you'd see it places I, yeah, like uh yeah. we're or I'm, maybe it was the uh, killers i, I think yeah, i was going to yeah. say the
1: killers i know that that's a that was a big thing for them and um, but it just wasn't, it, you right. know. Even it was always a cool saying for the state, but it yeah. wasn't something we just talked about on a regular. Now right. you hear it all the time, billboards, stuff like, yeah, state yo. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: all the all the love for yeah, yeah, battle born lawyers, yeah, you know, things <laughs> like that. <laughs> Sounds like have been we like you know battle tested and stuff. Were you born in a battle? <laughs> we were the battle of the states. <laughs> I know when I came in when I was here in the '80s when I was a young a young kid, we almost were like laughing at the kids that were born here. That's how it was back then because. There was be, very few, so we're like, small. wait, you were born here? <laughs> you know, we'd laugh like, yeah. oh, I'm from here, you know. So, but I, but I like that aspect now. At least people are taking like pride of, at being Nevada, which it, it's corny as it sounds. It's nice to hear that because before yeah. then, there were just there was very few of you of, of, of any of you guys that were born here. Absolutely, like, like, Patrick here, very so, small town. growing Yeah, up. very. So it's so it's nice that people take uh, that have that uh, pride uh, right. in, for, from being here of anything for for whatnot. You know, I mean, my
2: but, dad lived here in the 50s
0: before we yeah. like, oh, wow. so came mm-hmm.
2: back here. So we he went to high school here and everything when yep. it was just like Las Vegas high school and Rancho. Rancho yeah. Well, my you know. parents went to high school yeah.
1: here. They were at Western. They both went to right. Western, oh, which nice. is one of the
2: old ones too. There wasn't mm-hmm. very many. Right. And even from the, like, I don't know, even from 10 years ago, it's, it's a different, it's, it's a different place. Oh yeah. <laughs> you oh, know? you're right. They're
3: like every, especially every when you think years. about
2: like, um, music and stuff. So that's what, I, I guess that's why we're here. Um, yeah been in bands since high school, you know, wherever that, you know, led as far as um, little punk rock bands, bad mm-hmm. punk rock bands, mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's when you're like, oh, yeah, I can actually, if I, you know, put my fingers this specific way on a guitar. Yeah. Unfortunately, I never went really past that limit with the guitar, you know, as far yeah. as like, uh, you know, three chords in the truth type <laughs> thing, you know, but... uh, uh Is that yeah. where you
0: started, Brian? Like a guitar? Where'd you start in music or where did, where did that first come up? were you like in a high school band or you just kind uh, of? I thought it?
2: about this the other day and yeah. I realized that the reason that I ever wanted a guitar in the first place was from that movie La Bamba. I remember being oh, like eight years That's old yeah, or something yeah. like that, watching awesome. La Bamba. That's yeah. funny, yeah. And Richie Valance and that whole story and he had yeah. this uh, black and white guitar. And the first guitar I got was a black and white guitar. I wanted that guitar so bad, oh, you know, cool. as it Yeah. Goes yeah. I thought about that the other day and hadn't thought about it in a very long time just because I was thinking, Richie! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why
0: wasn't I Hispanic?
2: Darn yeah, it! Darn oh, <laughs> it! Oh, it. <laughs> but no, it's... But
0: well, that's cool. That sparked it, your your interest in music and stuff. And yeah,
2: and I didn't... It's like you didn't know that you could do that until then kind right, of right. thing. You didn't know that you could yeah. actually make music until you see this m- fictionalized movie of right, this right, person right. doing it, right? Right. But I remember being super small too and my dad would... My dad like uh, indoctrinated us with like the Beatles from a very yes. very young age, and I was gonna say your father was huge. He would have like the stereo mixes on vinyl, wow. and uh, not only would he make us like guess who, which one was singing,
3: mm-hmm. like yeah, <laughs> is it Paul? Nope. <laughs> is
2: it George? No, don't go to George. Go to, it, it's a, yeah.
3: Anyway, uh, that's funny. Just don't guess Ringo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I'm talking about
2: small, like yeah. two or three years old, I would go to each of the speakers and I would hear the drums and the bass over Mm, here in this speaker and then go over here and hear the piano. Like I remember those things very, very distinctly uh, growing up. But, um,
0: now, was that when you're doing that? I mean, was that because your dad was making you doing that? Or you just by yourself, just curiosity, you're like, Oh, that's cool. This sound is coming out of this speaker. And oh, well, that's interesting. That. that young that you were kind of grabbing onto it. I
2: don't think he ever really re- like thought of things in that yeah, way. In that right. like stereo way of thinking. So,
0: so your mind was already going towards there, basically. Yeah. You were already getting gravitated towards that bit. That, that's cool.
2: Yeah, something something there. Uh yeah. but I think it was like my freshman year of high school when I first started playing guitar, maybe a little bit before that. Maybe it was – no, it was, it was it was before that because it was like Nirvana. Nirvana was like the – Yeah,
0: the hotness about that time. Yeah. It was
2: like – again, you can play with those mm-hmm. power chords. You can yeah. play any song at that point in time mm-hmm. if you realize mm-hmm. that you put mm-hmm. – Exactly. Yeah, that, okay. You realize that little piece there. Nice. And I had this little Fisher-Price – recorder and yeah, the first yeah. thing i ever did was uh, it was because of uh back actually it was yeah. like uh he had this uh <laughs> ep one foot in the grave that was all or anyway whatever it was yeah but it was all home recording and i realized that if i recorded i'm probably in my freshman year maybe a little bit before if i recorded the guitar mm. and then i played that guitar th- then i played that recording over a <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can kind of over it uh, you know the tape. I would play the tape on a on a different thing. Yeah, then I could record on top of that recording, so I could do like two tracks, and then I ultimately did three tracks on oh, okay. using yeah.
0: one uh, recorder on that. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you're figuring this out.
2: But after that, it was just punk rock bands. Yeah, and yeah. then um, Pat and I were in a couple bands.
1: Yeah, uh, that's actually kind of how we got to be in, in in the same circle. Other than going to high school together, yeah, and I was uh, a year ahead. Of of him, but uh, it yeah, was
2: that's the, right. He's older.
1: Yeah, dude. I am. I am. Yeah, I was always the oldest f- out of all our friends. I was the. That's I always was, fun. Yeah, I was <laughs> the old guy.
2: One of the worst things is we had um, we had fake IDs really early, like oh, eighteen wow. years, 18, 19 years old, and like we'd been going to this one neighborhood bar for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, mom.
0: but um,
2: and Pat was older than all of us, but he couldn't get into the place because he didn't have, a, he
0: didn't <laughs> I have, didn't have mean, an ID.
2: I didn't get one, right. even though I'm older,
1: and I was the last person to the party there.
2: <laughs> and then by the time we turned 21, we're like, well, we don't want to go to bars
0: anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're done with it. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, guys. <laughs> I like, he's ready. Like, what? You're done? I didn't even start it yet. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs>
2: yeah, I remember you getting kicked out of the place, and we're all just sitting there going, "Do do do." Yeah. <laughs> and he's the oldest one. Yep, <laughs> yep.
0: I'm older than those
3: guys. We don't, I, we don't um, know this he guy. He didn't call us out, like, Believe. That's good. But I
1: will say this, and I think if my memory serves me correct, there is a time where we went to go get into Tom and Jerry's. And mm. I got in, because I was of age, and he had his he had his fake ID taken. Oh, yes, nice. I only
2: had that fake ID for two weeks. <laughs> and they took and it. And it, it was enough to get me into that other bar and be, go there a few times. So where mm-hmm. you're known. Where I was known, and then it got taken the next place I used it. Yep, there we go. We were together, and I was of age, and, you, and yeah. we had
1: to turn around. Mm, yeah. funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and good old Pat wasn't like, sorry, buddy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm going to go get my Long Island on. See you
0: later. <laughs> no. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Tom and Jerry's. That's funny. That is great. That was a good spot. I like Tom and Jerry's. Yeah. He's over across from UNLV. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: I hear my breath.
0: I'm sorry if I sound like Darth Vader in there. No, no it's, it's, it's an ad
2: studio. We're going to ad- talk about aller- your dad being Darth allergy, Vader. you not uh,
0: want to touch on that if you didn't. It's, that's a
3: spoiler. But <laughs> some people haven't he's seen He's my it father. Yet.
1: <laughs> you know, when you, you kind of started talking about uh, just getting into music and what your influences, but one of the biggest compliments I can pay you in knowing you all these years and playing music in various bands with you and, and something that I think is your your shining uh, point to music is is arrangement and mm-hmm. and for you, you have always known you you know it's like some of the great people that you know are musicians w- whether it's big names in, in the past or whatever but you know what you want it to sound like in your head right so when you know it's not about what you can play and you will play the guitar you get the right people around you but you've always had this vision of what it should sound like and you've been able to put that out. To where any band that we've been in, and I, I, was always a follower in that way because I'm the drummer, and I, 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 respected how he looked at music, and and all my and some of my other friends too. I knew how good they were in writing and knowing, and it, I just took that lead, yeah, uh, and went cool. and went with them. But his arrangement and knowing where things should go in verse, chorus, structure, yeah. bridge—it doesn't matter. It was just always um, a. A really a bright point to work with as a musician right. for you, you know?
2: Well that's very nice to say. But it's also I think that's one of my downfalls too is uh it's especially recording wise, nothing has ever sounded like I thought like I heard it in my head. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like that's the bad part, is like it's all it, it's always something that needs like tweaking.
0: Yeah, yeah something like that. Where there. is this or it's why is that or it.
2: what? You know, there's this book called uh, uh How Music Works by mm-hmm. David Byrne. Talking Heads the whole nine yards. Yes. But he talks about that. He talks about, like, they went in to record their first album. Yeah. And they hated the experience. Ultimately, <laughs> they they hated the experience because he's like, you create a song. Yeah. And then you break down the song. So in the sense where you break it down, where you uh, have the drum tr- track, you mm-hmm. have the guitar, yeah. bass track, all those things going to, you know, there. And then you have to reconstruct it in a way to make it sound like you didn't deconstruct it in the first place.
0: Gotcha. All right.
2: So it's like yep. it's yeah. like this unnatural unless you're like have a mic in the room and you're recording exactly what's happening at that exact time, like right, something right. like Motown did that where like, yeah. everything yeah. was right there in the room. Yep. Yeah, but unless you're doing that, it becomes I don't know. You're just. Chasing what it sounded like in the room when you were doing it. Right. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think back to when we used to practice at my first house that I bought. And that was like our hub for one of the bands we were in, uh, Novelty Act. And we uh, had some magical practices. You know, you got some moments where... You just everything felt right, you know, and then it's like we're ready to record. You know, we know yeah. this stuff and right. you go in and the recording process just picks you apart. <laughs> man. Like right? what I really to I can't. Sound we had. I'm <laughs> telling you, it is so arduous. Well,
2: speaking of the Beatles and stuff, there's a reason why they took six to eight months or, you know, when that was unheard of at the time yeah. to take that long on an actual album is because they, they were trying to they find they that had sound. Every, yeah. That's why they're. 65 takes of uh, Obla Di Obla die where they play one like reggae and they play they're like where's this groove yeah, where's right. this actual
0: yeah. thing that's like but the end, end result came out great I mean it, in it, that it, instance you yeah exactly yeah. in the Beatles
2: instance
1: yes. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, also in the, but also in the facet of we have unlimited time and recording space we can just do this until it, we were comfortable so we whereas it, yeah. you get a normal situation let's say even a band that's up and coming and trying to make something of themselves yeah they don't have all that time. They don't have that luxury. Right. It's kind of like get in and get out. You know, my first recording experience—I'll never forget it. It was a, uh, at a place over off Sahara and uh, uh, Lamb. Oh yeah, Do I, I don't remember the name of that place, but it was Digital when, Insight.
2: Was that ma- yes? Was Digital that- Insight. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I—it was my first uh, taste into recording. I was a brand new drummer. I had just taught myself how to play drums just to be in a band. Yeah, and I was sixteen. I—I I barely just got my own drum set mm. and here we are thrust into digital insight and yeah. it's the first time i even heard of a click track or and then they just right. stopped the cl- <laughs> like then the click track just we stopped because i was still so new and we just went off a of feel which was fine for that but i you know it was a i mean talking about eye-opening experience yeah, you're just like
0: holy shit like, yeah a lot of getting thrown at you and you're just like what
1: yeah it was intense i mean i couldn't i was so happy when i was done with my take I was so excited because then it all became
2: fun. But it was so like it was uh, you know talking. That's also the double sort of the drummers. You usually drums are the first thing that you would lay down. Yeah. Uh, So drummer oftentimes just sits to go like sits like this for the most. Twirling their thumbs. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. their thumbs for the rest of time. Or nowadays they'd be scrolling through their phone. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. right. (laughs) When the drummer gets done.
0: The, Fairly yeah, quickly, right. yeah. See <laughs> that, and the name, uh, Digital Insight, sounds like a robot porn from, from my from Ooh, my days. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Hello. yeah. Well, it might be a little different uh, today.
1: <laughs> there was a locked door that we didn't go by. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> you're like there. it could
0: have been there. You yeah.
1: never know. <laughs> we didn't say what they were recording right, in this recording studio. <laughs>
3: it was on Saharan Lamb. So uh,
1: I do remember that though. a little bit. Seedy. I, was... I do remember
0: that. And so the way you talking about it, the way you had uh, arranged stuff, Brian, it kind of sounds like it. I mean, you you might have made a pretty good conductor if you were kind of hearing stuff from ahead of time, and you you want you know the kind of the, the what you want to hear and feel. I, I don't know. I know I, I'm not I'm very small knowledge of music and stuff, but that kind of when he said that it kind of reminds me of what a conductor does. They they have the, they know what they want to hear and they want how they want to hear it and stuff. So I don't know it's if you a were ever like that. Yeah, yeah it is
2: because that's what I mean. We would sit there and do that. We would. <laughs> yeah, and we would just sit in a garage in a car with the lights out, hotboxing yeah. in a in a car. <laughs> Literally, windows yes. rolled up, and we would just listen to everything from you know the White Album back and forth. An to OK computer, OK, we can, yeah. and we would just listen to it and listen to what's going on where in like spatially. Gotcha. What's happening? Like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: oh, that little um, yeah. Xylophone went. Ding, 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 yeah. it's going that or mm-hmm. that came or over like my that went over my head. Wow,
1: that's weird. At the end of life,
2: the the drum track switches sides. Mm-hmm. It after that after Paul's, uh, I woke up, got out of bed. Yeah. yeah, the drum track's on the right side, and it goes and goes over to the left side after that.
3: Uh,
0: okay,
2: conscious decision. All yeah. these are like conscious decisions as mm-hmm. far as like where you're placing it.
0: So and and I like that that you guys are breaking it down where well, most of us just listen to it just because it sounds cool and we like to listen. You guys don't know you were breaking it down, and that, that's kind of my analytical mind that you were you are kind of like, how are they doing this? You wanted to know the the, the nuts and bolts of the whole thing. You're yeah. like, I understand how to play an instrument, but how, how are they doing this recording? How do they double edged it
2: sword too though because it's like
0: you can like, almost get for, too much in the weeds or for
2: a while. It, 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 and the same thing happens to me, but like movies and things like that, where I'll, it's hard sometimes to watch it for what it is and
0: not see the... Right, just the movie itself.
2: See the stitching, you yeah, know, like yeah. how the sausage is made and right, the, right, the, right. the, the thing you. is going like, okay, right. they did this and that does this. Or, right. you know, this key change happening here mm. does this to elevate it. Right, or right. this little piece, yeah, this bridge section complete uh, creates its own mini song like a perfect gotcha. bridge should complete its own like mini song yeah right Whereas, like you could take
1: you can almost take it away from the song again it, it can exist on its own yeah. right
2: most good bridges if you think about them that's what they are they're like their own hook and then you have songs that don't even have actual choruses but are just chock full of hooks talking about talking heads again like you right. know um the this must be the place like um uh, anyway there's yeah. not a real chorus in that whole song right but when it's playing, people are singing along to his little, mm-hmm. whoa, or yeah, whatever yeah. it might be. These little tiny things, the uh, earworms is what they, they call them.
0: Right. Yeah, they stick with you.
2: That They'll just get in your head.
1: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> you know, we're going back to um, a little bit
1: of, of high school. And so, you know, he started, uh, I got involved in a punk band with... Uh, I think I mentioned another one of my best friends and my cousin, and, and he was in a punk band. And what was the name of that first uh, punk band?
2: Which was the first? Oh, uh, When I Jerk? one I Jerk.
1: <laughs>
2: objection. Mm. That was a leading question. Yeah, yeah. I'm leading the witness. Interesting. <laughs> and what was the name? Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about where what the punk came from, <laughs> Brian. There's a story behind it. Is there swear. isn't really a story behind it? <laughs>
0: Did it, if you guys were playing one eye jerk, did Pearl Jam ever follow that one eye jerk?
2: Uh, you know, we, we wanted to open for Pearl Jam. Yeah, that would be great. It would have fallen perfectly. One eye <laughs> jerk and
0: then Pearl Jam comes right afterwards. I like it. Comes right afterwards. You know, exactly. That is
1: great. Uh, Sorry. It, it was it was again it's such a small town growing up, you know, here in the in the nineties when we were starting these this kind of Um, a musical journey and playing shows was uh, not, it it wasn't always easy. You know, there was the huntridge, but that was big names and Mm a little bit bigger than where we were. So we were reduced to, you know, house parties. Uh, I think at one point, did you not, Plug in outside of a school
2: and throw a show.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> outside of Tamiyasu Elementary School.
3: <laughs> yes. That that's you get to do, though, right? You're like,
2: I'm just trying to get something going. That wasn't just us. There was a few bands that played before the cops came, which oh, really? was interesting. Yes. Uh, you know, and we, even when the cops came, we didn't get in trouble or anything. They were just like, uh, you can't do that. Yeah. And we're like, but there's an outlet. Yeah, yeah. right yeah. there. Out front of the school. People just to show up. <laughs> yeah. It was that was interesting. I forgot about that. I, I
1: I was just trying to go back in my head, and I knew that we were gonna. Sit down and have a conversation. I was just trying to remember some of these (laughs) these moments earlier on because it is ultimately what shaped us into what the the music
2: have. You know, there wouldn't be places to go, so they'd have shows in the desert. Uh, Yeah, the the
1: tube, the the tubes.
2: Yeah, out out Rainbow. You know, there's that Home Depot. Remember, you know the Home Depot out on Rainbow. Yes, Rainbow and Charleston. Yes, after that was like. There was really nothing past that, and you that, that was the caves. Although that, that's what no, it, the caves, the caves, the, the caves was back there, and then the tubes was like Craig and Losey. That was more which north is where the pig farm is over there. Yes, you're yeah. Like if, you hit, if you smell it, you're there. You know, like nobody would know where to and go. We're
1: talking about bringing a generator, um, piles of of of. Palette wood, yeah. just to or, or something to have power and have light and just throw a show. Yeah, that's yeah, what we did to, in Vegas.
2: Yeah. I mean, there,
0: were, there was no place to go, basically. What you said no, especially that, if you're starting out, you know, not yeah. for
2: kids. And that's the thing about, especially at that, I don't know how, how it is now, but like at that point in time, like being that weird teenage age where you're in between yes. being able to do strip stuff or whatever mm-hmm. it is, uh, there's not. Much. much to do and right. especially if you're trying not many places to play or do a thing then unfortunately I think we're at that place again where there's not like mid-level um, right. places okay. to play right. right well
1: the whole marketing campaign behind making Vegas a family-oriented fun town yeah. uh, even for travelers and tourists that's gone away again they got they they got away from that again which in some regards i get there's even some casinos we know now that are just 21 and over period
0: yeah right
1: now i think another one just joined that whole uh they jumped on the bandwagon uh uh the el cortez okay so now you got a couple of them so that there's that
2: uh, and in the early 90s, to be and honest, El Cortez should always have been 21. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Nobody,
0: Nobody should be going to El Cortez. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the kind of, uh, no, the seriously, 80 and over. That's it. <laughs> Listen,
1: <laughs> growing up, my parents, when it became the weekend, they wanted to go out and, and gamble a little bit, so we always went and had a good dinner and they went to go play some Kino or whatever. And I got dropped off at the arcade <laughs> the El- and yeah. I, re- and at the, El- uh, I El- knew Cr- the El-, El Cortez well. I played yeah. a lot of pinball there, but right. there was always that one door right by the arcade to the back alley. <laughs> <laughs> Not a great idea. And I was always there. I was always aware of that door.
0: <laughs> and then that door up, up there, you didn't see the sign said pedophiles that exit here. <laughs> it
2: says pirate. <laughs>
0: yeah. a pirate exit. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but that's you, you yeah, you need a t shirt that says I survived El Cortez. Uh, seriously, yeah, the, the
2: showboat's the one you should be very happy oh, about. Oh, y- yes, yeah. you know, that's where you spent a lot of time. I spent more time in there than any
1: casino ever. Absolutely, I, I almost ran that place that as a kid. I a world yeah, class funny. bowler yeah. <laughs> from, from staying
2: at the El Cortez. Literally, this is true, it, yes, I'm right. like a state champion yes. Uh, yes. bowler. That is true,
1: and again, I think that stemmed from getting bored of playing in the arcade, you and they had something yeah. else right. to do there, right. And I was like, that I played all these helps. games enough, so I started bowling. Yeah. And,
0: and, and, yeah. While my parents were gambling, you know? <laughs> in two lanes at once with two hands. You're like, oh, and yeah. Like, <laughs> seriously.
3: No, that's my lane, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, they're both, <laughs> both mine. No, no, uh, Excuse uh, me. Uh, a little uh, lane courtesy, please. Over the
1: line.
3: That's funny.
2: But no, yeah. Um, it's been, you know, um, and after that, we were in different bands, and through it all, like, in high school and stuff like that, I did theater and whatnot, and then, like, that's been an interesting thing mm-hmm. for me, is I operate in, like, two worlds that are both, like, niche. Yeah, <laughs> like both, in, performing. Like, You're both, like,
0: both performing, basically. Both performing, gotcha. yeah. So like Absolutely. Uh,
2: it's uh it's interesting.
0: Did you like theater, then, when you did it? I mean, was that something that... Would have yeah, been a possibility I, to keep with? If it was I still do it. Oh, okay, good.
2: Uh, I still do it to this day. Nice. So it's 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 kind of interesting because, you know, last two, two and a half years, most of my life has been th- like performing in one yeah. way, shape, or form, yeah. whether it is in bands or even playing acoustic somewhere mm-hmm. or being, uh, you know, uh, acting in something or directing mm-hmm. something nice. or whatever that might, my- it's live performance. Yeah. And for two two and a half years, that was just kind of off the table, right? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? You, like you had nothing to and do. You had to think. Like I had to really come to it, like. So this is like something that's in like uh, tied to my own identity as a human being. Right. This this thing. something you've always done,
0: and something I can't do. Yeah.
2: Literally can't do. There's right. nothing going on for a long you know time there. Like yeah. you can't like um, that first moment in your life where you realize there's so, I literally can't. Yeah. Just crazy. And it's uh it was it was very strange and it did mess me up a little bit as yeah. far as like uh going. I still haven't played music since uh like live. I've done karaoke like twice.
3: Yeah <laughs> that yeah, doesn't yeah. really count. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but
2: uh, uh you know uh like a little taste. In January I acted in a play, which again okay. was wild to be in the performance. Sorry, I hit the uh, microphone. You're good. <laughs> but uh it was weird to just uh, be in front of people. Right. and do that thing it's after like after two oh, year absence yeah. Oh, yeah i do yeah. this this is a this is a thing that like i can do and there's a reason why you do it
1: yeah it's it's crazy as comfortable as i am in front of people uh and and playing music in front of people and i always got in the bands with that I was in, when it came to that show, uh, I was always excited. You know, little butterflies, but nothing like nerve-wise that was crazy. I just always excited to sit down and just play. And I I've, I've I love it. But there, even going back to high school, I watched him many times as well as my other best friend perform in multiple plays. Yeah. And, I, and I, since then, I've gone to other plays that he's done at nice. uh, some black boxes and things like that. Yeah. And it's nothing I ever could imagine that I could do yeah. as much as I love performing and being, it's such a different
0: animal. That's a different world. In- it's a
2: hundred percent different animal. Cause it's like, you know, I didn't do it for like years when I was just doing bands and I was doing just music, mm-hmm. you know, I had, I didn't do it. And then somebody asked me to do something. It had been like probably 10 years Yeah. Oh, since shit. I'd done it. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's do
1: this. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I have, you know, I haven't performed live since our last show is a novelty act that I know exactly when it was. It was Sorry. August of 2010. Wow. And I know this because it kind of coincided with me, uh, letting go of that first house I bought because of the whole, you know,
3: f- Mon- fall yeah. in 2008, eight, yeah. nine, yeah. ten. Exactly. let
1: go of the house. That was our practice hub. And that nothing Nothing broke the band up as far as the inner workings of us. It was losing a practice space. It literally which, yeah. was
2: and not being able to have anything else. And together. and then no
1: one really wanting to get together to talk about coughing up how much it would be on a monthly basis to get a practice space. Yeah. It was we just took for granted, I think, just how lucky we were to have the house that I had with enough room to have the band. It was before I had it, you know, um really before, you know, we I had a kid or anything like that. So it was just me and my now wife i think then was just a girlfriend so it was a nice hub yeah but literally that is what that's what broke that last banner but so it was 2010s the last time i've wow i've played live for me it's a a lot longer than you even of any kind of nature of live yeah that is a that is a very long time and i know it was the it was the bunkhouse it was our last show Old and it was a great – the old bunkhouse. And it was a great show. I remember that show. And we had a lot of people from work go there. Yeah. I remember, you know, various people. And it was just a really – what a great – who knew that was going to be our last – there's no – because there was no – was no, that wasn't – a thing, there wasn't an issue. We were going right. to keep moving on. Yeah. It just we had looking back, we had never known. So that. losing that
0: house was like kind of a. It wasn't like a slow. You just suddenly just like lost and like damn. It's, yeah. it's
1: just one of those things where I had one of those interest only loans that were should should have been illegal, right? right. Oh I yeah had, yeah yeah. And I was paying so much, I could still afford it, but I got to the point where I'm like, I need to do something. Yeah, what am I doing? Here? You
2: probably held on. You yeah. you you didn't want to. Let go of it. I did not. You know not. what I mean? For obvious, you know, it's your first right. house to hold. It. You know, you didn't want to let go of it. At least, as it's from my my perspective. And no, like, that's true. You held on maybe maybe longer than you should have. Yeah, it's not that there's a wrong time, but I'm just saying, like you yes. you didn't want to go that right, route. right, right. You yeah. know, if there now, was any other way to go, it, yeah, you would have found it. And it was, and it was weird
1: because at that time you didn't know what the right answer was. was half the people were telling you. To short sell it, yeah, and then the other half of people are saying, "Stop making payments and make them work with you," right? And so I got a hold of some people to help guide me, and they said, "Don't short sell it. Let's do it this way." Yeah, and ultimately, like the bank just said, "Well, screw you. We're going to take it." Yeah, yeah. I said, "Didn't didn't take it. I'm done." You know, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the money. It was the principle of it all. Right. My goodness, you know, exactly. Uh, but I I do tell you, if I could take that house and lift it up and move it where I'm at now. I just, I would, I miss that house so much. It was yeah. a great, another great hub of, of friends and family and music mm-hmm. practices. We threw a show there. We, nice. we had a DJ there. That sounds awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> we had a DJ spin one night and I'll never forget this. Cause it was like after we played and then we had a little DJ set up in the, in the dining room where we moved the dining room table and there was, and, and the, after the DJ left, they left the equipment there. And because they were going to come back and get it or it was a girl. I can't remember. It's so long ago. Mm. Anyway, she she took her records and I think she was spinning records, yeah. I think, you know, which sounds crazy nowadays, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, vinyl and only vinyl that I happened to have was uh, the knack, my Sharona. <laughs> okay. Oh, and God. I'll never forget it because we started carrying on through the night and getting, uh, you know, the drinks and the hanging out and the partying. Yeah. And as it got later, everyone kind of either went home or passed out. And somehow the the knack, my Sharona, mm-hmm. got, was on the DJ turntable and it was on repeat oh my god and it was spinning and spinning <laughs> and it would, would been when it was done the needle would pick back up and go and back
0: to it <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and
1: the, it's and, like rick rolling before getting rick
0: rolled
3: <laughs> seriously <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he, he got knacked that's right Dude, <laughs> <You get> knacked. <laughs> and I'll never forget
1: <laughs> yeah. that moment where I woke up at four in
0: the morning <laughs> and <laughs> it's like
3: what is going on you know had to go take that off yeah, like, yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: so so <laughs> <laughs> you know what and as it is with that song the radio is already doing that to us to begin with and then you you it to yourself. How did that is,
2: song not get canceled through everything? Oh, uh, he says, I only get it up for the touch of the younger kind. Oh, that's my a, God. That's a lyric yeah, yeah. in
0: uh, that song, everyone. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> I think, un- unfortunately, for uh My Sharona, uh, along with a bunch of other songs, the radio just had its way of just killing a bunch of songs because that's yep. all they would play. Yep. I remember for a while on the radio, like, Three times an hour, you'd hear Maestro, and I'm just like, if I hear this song one more time, I'm going to take hostages. What was I, I the can... Weird out? Uh, Was it my... Uh, it wasn't My Corona. My, my Bologna. No, not... My Bologna. My Bologna, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kept thinking about My Corona when, my corona. <laughs> yeah, that, when it was going down. Good, I was like, where now, are yeah. you? <laughs> yes. We need a My Corona song. He, he could have switched it up, right? <laughs> he could have, you know. If anybody
3: could have, it's, been, it's, it would have been Al. Yeah, right. I know.
1: It's the exact opposite now. When you talk about like a, a radio out playing out a song like that, now yeah. there's like no one – listen. you can't – you don't listen to radio much. No. And if you do, it's just songs that came out in classic rock right. era. Now, yeah, exactly. of course, they call Nirvana classic rock, which
2: it, blows which is my weird. mind. Yeah, it's but, very weird. But yeah.
1: now it's the exact opposite. You don't even get a play on ra- radio. It's just not a no. thing. Well, I you know, one was one thinking that to. on the,
2: the halftime show when you know, Dr. Dre's out there. Yeah, Snoop. yeah. And, our generation like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. But there's kids that were watching that that had no idea who those people – They might None. have seen Snoop Dogg yes. around somewhere. Yeah, on the somewhere. commercials.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But yeah. they
2: ha- – and like some of those songs, it's the first time some of those people had ever heard them. And yeah. then you have the other side of that spectrum who's, yes. a spectrum who's like my dad who like maybe knows it peripherally, but this is like the new thing to him. You know yeah. what i mean? Yeah, yeah. Right. But, right. And they've been out for very interesting. Like that is classic music at this point in time. Yes. Yeah. It, the Chronic is what, 2001?
1: 2001. Well, the Yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically. Or the, the, or the, the Chronic, Chronic 2001. It's two, yeah. Chronic 2000. Yeah, it, it's I called Chronic 2001. Yeah, I, no, think, I think the first one was like 93 but or that's something. That's my point. The know.
2: stuff that they're playing there was yeah. 20 years old already.
3: hmm mm. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody had the same. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the
2: air lift out of this room, everybody.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone deflated.
0: Uh, so Brian, so when you guys were you did, did a couple uh, punk bands and through high school and stuff. So after you got out of high school, did you um did you go to more school? Did you do uh, college or what, what happened to you after high school? What what music wise and life wise? <laughs> I started
2: working. I started working, and I I worked for the same company I've worked for since then. Uh, but I did go to school. I had a, a little scholarship for theater at the time. Okay, but I didn't finish. I didn't finish school.
0: Were you thinking that you were gonna? What was your, your music outlook and your... Well, actually, it's just say performing arts outlook. Were you, were you thinking, like, look, I'm going to take this as a career? Or you were just kind of not... you what, didn't a even, lo-
2: what a love for that to happen. And now right. it's part of, like... You know, it's all that woulda, shoulda, coulda as you go... Right. It, especially as you, as you get older, where it's like if this would have happened, this would have happened, this would have happened, right, well, right. you know, it didn't. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, not only did it didn't, but if, you know, you believe in the multiverse, it did. <laughs> <laughs> in some one-way shape or yeah. form, there's, you there there's, just, a, it's just there's a very yes, uh, yeah. respected uh, musician named Brian Todd yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> we <what's the> next <laughs> Beatles,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. What, what simulation are we
0: running right yeah. now? Yeah, exactly. Right.
2: But um, what was the question? <laughs> Sorry,
0: I just when when so when you were when you left high school and like when and, and I always oh. use that because that's when your life was like okay this what am I going to do with myself and now you said you had this job was this job you were looking to get into this job or you kind of fell into it no nah, it was
2: just a job right. and that's yep. that's the way the job had been for a while it was just like a job I was doing while and it still is ah. a job I'm, I do while. and that's the good thing about the job that I have is I still get to do. Oh, My artistic things. endeavors. Okay, gotcha. And it doesn't, and if, I, if I'm if i not there, I don't think about it. That right. type of thing. Yeah, okay. you don't have to bring it home. But it's like you. Bob Dylan said you're going to have to serve somebody. You may be the devil or you may be the Lord, but you're oh, going to have to serve right. somebody. Very you know, nice. like, uh, wow, that's it cool. Doesn't, yeah. I always think about that line yes. throughout. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Even, and that's what the song's saying, even God serves somebody or even, you know, whatever yeah. you believe, you know, that type of thing. So, you know, I,
1: I kind of, so as we got a little bit older, um, and we started in these punk bands. I know when I was on uh, as a guest first uh, earlier on in this podcast. You know, I I touched on the Huntridge Theater. Mm. You know that was also a huge part of uh hit, you know Brian's uh, existence as far as oh, yeah. uh, being able to see music and the culture of that place. Uh, you know, it was for me too, but you know at the same time it was for him and a lot a, a lot of our close group of friends. And it it was it, and we would talk about not having a place to go or do something as a kid, that became that place. It was all ages, yeah. and it was a big deal. Yeah. And and you should have seen on a daily, on a weekend basis, every weekend, almost, it didn't, almost sometimes it didn't matter who was there. We were just going to go. We knew what we were going to do. Because we were going to be there yes. to venue. watch music yeah. and yeah, hang out in the parking lot a little bit, listen to music in the car, walk into the place, yeah. listen to music there, and it, it was just...
2: Uh, it, it was somewhere to go, even you know? if it was just a local band. But the other thing about that is, is like some of the biggest people played there. Yeah. Like in this, li- the, it, for those who don't know, Huntridge is like this old school that's uh, movie theater. Yeah, Patrick saw movies there. I did. I don't think I ever saw a movie at the actual Huntridge. Yeah. But uh, then it became a uh, wonderful place to see. I saw Beck there in like 1994. Awesome. Oh, nice. <laughs> I yeah. saw nine inch nails there. Yes, wow. I was there. First cool. time we ever sto- staged over, you know, he yeah. got oh, on stage wow. like it was like <laughs> because he's right there and he's spitting on everyone. Everyone's right, yeah. like, yeah, Trent Reznor, you know yeah. that whole nine wow. yards. Uh, we we saw Beastie Weezer boys. We saw Weezer Beastie boys are, huh? on the backside the
0: sanctuary. Yeah, Weezer
2: wow. right after the blue album, right before Pinkerton. Wow. We saw them then.
0: Wow, that's crazy! How they had all those huge bands there. Yeah,
2: huge. Like basically, most of the people from you know. Even indie rock, Pavement played there. Like Violent Femmes played there. Nice, Rancid played there. Do you remember that pit during Rancid where they they did a a, um, encore of "You Are My Sunshine"? But they did a punk rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) You are my sunshine, Uh, sunshine.
2: (laughs) And like the whole because it was the pit, which was uh, you know basically they took out. 10 rows of seats from the yeah. movie theater. Yeah. And the rest is the movie theater. Gotcha. So it's just this concrete slab. And this whole concrete slab was like a school of massive fish just yeah, moving yeah, around yeah, right. in a circle to You Are My Sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but yeah. And that's, this happens to me every once in a while because I do, I still live over the, I live by the Huntridge. Yeah. That's, uh, um, where I, um. <laughs> <laughs> you took the copper out of there didn't but people, you but people will be like are you excited for it reopening and things like that i'm like i when it happens i will be so ex- i'll be happy how many what, times, with times whatever we were, happens yeah, with that, i've been hearing and, that for a while and i'm like but i will believe it when i see yeah, it yeah and it, people it gets, are like well you know you're being i'm like and i've, I've seen
0: 15 it too many years, times man. yes
2: where it's just so about to open. It, will,
1: it was right. a huge deal, though, and you know it was gone before you know you almost took it for granted because it was just something we lived and breathed every
2: weekend, and then it was like almost a blink of an eye. It was over. I forgot that I played there until I, twice. I, I didn't. Re- I remember one time, but somebody reminded me another time. I'm like, oh, that yeah, I guess that did happen. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So, so okay. So now,
1: um, music-wise, or even uh, um, you know performance-wise. So you, you know you kind of. Started some college stuff didn't really work out so like what was your next thing there
2: growing up like what did what did you get into after your punk bands and after
1: not well, we really... were
3: in
2: bands and uh, you know like you say that nov- when the novelty act ended I didn't do stuff other than I think I did like acoustic shows which is the worst fucking thing to do in Las Vegas like,
0: acoustic shows yeah.
2: it's the worst yeah because you nobody like. It's bad enough if you are playing music with a loud ass band, mm-hmm. people are still talking. Yeah, yeah. If it's just you and acoustic guitar in a bar, yeah. It is you are going to have to either grow some thick skin or scream incredibly loud to even like pierce like right. you know, there right. of course there are people that are watching and you know respect, but like Oftentimes, people don't go to shows for the, the music, if right? It were, you just know what socializing i But that was something I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, you know, yeah. so even if it's like make a beat on a you know iPad, yeah, and have that just in the background, so there's some type of thing that goes along with it, yeah. Right. But then I did um, I did the cover band for a while, which was fun. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was uh, Red Eye Radio. It got pretty successful, actually, which was kind of nice. We won a, <laughs> we a weekly uh, best cover band, whatever that means. It's oh, kind of cool. like an oxymoron. Yeah, that's awesome. oh, There you go. Yeah. <laughs> how, long, how long did that what, – what time frame were we talking about there? It was uh, 2014 or 15. Yeah. It was, it was for like about two years. Okay. I had to – when I knew – I was like, oh, I guess I, this technically makes me a professional musician because I uh, have to – do taxes on this? <laughs> like oh, I yeah, had that right. like we made enough money that it had to be. Yeah, you had to write it down. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was very. It was cool. Uh, we some of the fun ones were at the Palms, the yes. place we used to play the, the Palapa Lounge. Well, it was the Palapa, and then it was. But that same space, the Playboy Club. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, my goodness! We played there one time. With the, it was called the Playboy Club, and it was because it was the Maloofs had the, like the Playboy Suite and things yeah. like that in yeah, there. Yeah, I know? remember that. So the Green Room actually opened up, like, the um, coffee table or whatever, and there are just, like, stacks of Playboys underneath this thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. So we're there to play later, but it's also – they're using it for several different things, so it's a comedy club too, and it's Andrew Dice Clay is the (laughs) The performer. Yeah. So it's it's time for us to, like – we're supposed to be there. We're supposed to go on. And Dice's show is over. But he's locked himself in the green room. (laughs) And weed weed smokes like coming out of the whole thing. (laughs) And, you know, the whole nine. And we get back, finally, Dice rolls out. And we're just like, (laughs) we're supposed to be on right now. Like, what's going on? You know, whatever.
3: (laughs) All the Playboys are gone. I mean,
1: did he have, like, an entourage to yeah, yeah. collect them? That's yeah, pretty good. I, you know, it's I pretty think impressive. It, I think it
2: was Man himself. He's
1: like, oh,
2: oh
1: I need this
3: one.
1: I got to get some new material here. <laughs> wow.
2: But, yeah, that was super fun. But it also, like, and this is just me being me, you know, sometimes it would feel... I don't know, hollow a little bit, like if it, everyone's loving it and things like that. Yeah, but it's like not anything that you made.
0: Gotcha. It's like right.
2: they they love it for other mm-hmm. reasons. They they enjoy what you're doing and right. they, what you're bringing to it and the whole nine. But like sometimes it would feel it's, it's not
0: your baby, basically.
2: It's not your thing. And when that started to become like an actual job, like yeah. you have to be here at this point in time, then we have three sets and the studio, the casino's going to be and watching you and doing this and oh, that. Gosh. And I was just yeah. like.
0: Mm. Killed, yeah. it. Killed it for you, yeah.
2: Don't really want to do that. Or if I do, I, I, I kind of made an ultimatum where I was like, we need to make original songs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> And we need to make original songs and then, you know, or right. whatever, and or type thing. Uh, uh, like uh, and
1: sprinkle them in.
2: Well, not even sprinkle them in, just have us be able to, I needed some kind of like outlet, right. some type of creative outlet. Yes. Else, right, right. Because it's kind of void of creativity it's performance
1: which I is think the nice. only creative part is when you're learning the song and even though the song's made you're that, that at least that gives you that that feel yeah. of hey we're learning this this is fun this is a new song but then when it's already learned and you're just playing it on a weekly basis then it's just well I
2: only I only sang in that band so uh I had the easiest job <laughs> because right, right. I, the even, I could just get really drunk yeah. and I had to be entertaining to the you know right right I could be really drunk and I even like set up that I have my, I'm wearing gla- sunglasses, which I never did in any band that I ever lived, right. you know, or was in, you know, n- like I'll I wear sunglasses <laughs> and then I'll also have an iPad here with all of the lyrics that I need in case Just I in case forget. You. But then you get really disappointed when you find out people's, like, actual lyrics to songs. No, really. <laughs>
3: when yeah, when you've like, had oh, your that's own that's version yeah. of it for years, <laughs> you're like,
2: God, you know how many
1: that's
3: what times that's happened? Yeah,
0: exactly. I like that's... mine better. Mine <laughs> was more meaningful. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, exactly. I always thought that
1: was
2: a brilliant
1: line. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> write a, a note here. Can we get an addendum? That's funny. <laughs> that happens a lot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. my goodness.
2: Like, mm, okay. That's where okay. That's where they went with that. So and
0: it's, that's interesting because I've, I've, I've talked to other musicians who uh, – who who like that uh structured um uh paycheck or, the, or that structured job and that's just the way they're built and then but you're built more of like uh, no i, I need to you you have the urge to create it to birth it to i mean that that's what or gets you going basically
2: or like, i have an urge to destroy anything that's somehow successful
3: <laughs> there's, you, there's, know, it's
2: like, it's there's you know it's like both sides of that coin no there is probably there there is truth to that but it's not like it's it's not like some altruistic um like, I'm beneath this. Type no, of thing, no, or, no. But that's anything. just the way but you you you're laid out. I mean, it's, it's also like if if this was my full time job, I get that. Like right. I have the utmost respect for somebody like uh, um, Andy or or Darby or O'Gill or whatever. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, he has not had a regular, quote unquote, job right for over twenty years.
0: Yeah. He's making. He's it a been living.
2: able to sustain himself. Right. I'm making music, super
0: impressive. Exactly.
2: If it, if when I was doing it like that, that was like an op- I It could have been an option if we wanted yeah. to play like really yeah. card around and like play you know somewhere every week every night. Right. I could quit my day job and do that, but it's like, do I want to do that for this? Right. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like exactly. It, then it becomes something where it's you're not it becomes something you're not doing it for the reason why you originally well and then talk about
1: timing is everything so you know andy did that 20 years ago when a lot younger and and when it could have been a more viable option as you get older and you keep a job and and then it's hard to make that switch but when you did it early enough there was no switch or if there was it wasn't a huge deal. Right, right. And so now it just becomes harder and harder to think about that, you
2: know, as a switch. That's the reality of it. And it, you know, in some ways you're like, man, you know, I'm, what am I doing? There's a theremin. Oh, there is. I just.
3: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. That just blew my
2: mind. Yeah. For those that don't know what that is, uh, we'll talk about the
1: the Beach Boys. That's the most easiest. yeah. Oh, yeah, good vibrations. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, what a yeah. therm.
2: That, that's what you use. Use your hand. Mm. To or help. like sci-fi movies wouldn't be like.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> that's when that, that's that what, what that is? is. Yeah,
2: that's an electron. We're in there, the man.
0: library podcasting that's room smart. here. It's, it's a bunch of equipment here. No, it is a lot of people. It's a bunch of stuff going on in this room. and a lot of stuff. I'm they like have.
2: that dog in the movie Up, where I'm like squirrel. <laughs> 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 We're all talking about something, and I'm like, oh, therm. What,
3: the, what, hell, what were we talking well,
2: about? Well, there's also, yeah. behind
1: Brian, there's a poster that says, do you like scratching? <laughs>
3: there you,
1: go. And, do and you I like it. And you. we're not
0: talking DJs. Do you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Look, so, the, yeah. look at the kid behind <laughs> you. Yeah, an old man with his hand down his pants. <laughs> look at yeah, D, yeah. DJ is Rex.
3: He, is he upset? That's yeah, DJ yeah. Rex. What yeah, it's are you talking right, about?
0: That's funny. <laughs> yeah, anyway. That, do you like scratching? Just an old man with his hand down his pants. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, Doing man. it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why Pat's hands were beyond Load the table this whole time.
1: <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, yeah, you're right. Though I mean, I, I never had a chance. I mean, I filled in for Darby a couple times, so it was a fun thing for me. But I never had it set into where I had to make a decision mentally. To say, man, this is this is work. You know, uh, as far as me being some kind of cover thing. I've, all my live endeavors, of music has all been original stuff. Um, not again. Not to knock it the other way. I just yeah. haven't you know, it it never got up. It never became an option for me.
2: Well, that was nice because basically from red eye radio, everybody else in that band, besides me, like one person, we all did do a band called glass pools and it was successful too, which is really nice. Like we actually, it's like these little tiny, like, um, these little tiny victories, I guess, you know, where you like that band made enough money to fully sustain itself as far as whatever we needed to do. Like if we need to record, we had, ample funds to do so. Or if we needed shirts, we had ample uh, things to do so. It wasn't like we were mm-hmm. paying band dues. Yeah, <laughs> right. well, people don't know what band dues are. There's- Some people think band dues are hairstyles. <laughs> this is literally true. Because when we would say band dues, somebody would be like, oh, band, what do we need? All the same haircut? Some moose? <laughs> when we were in Pilot to Orion, we had band dues. And novelty act, we uh, we, and did, novelty we act, did band correct. news where we pay
1: like twenty dollars every time we rehearse. Just, just just throw something in a in an envelope for a rainy day or whatever
0: we needed to pay for whatever the band needs. And so and, that, that band
2: being able to sustain itself and actually like if we wanted to have made like made a little money with it was mm-hmm. all right, you know, or even to use that to record a full length album,
0: yeah. Okay, I guess that makes sense. I mean, but people don't think about that. Like you said, people think like, yeah, you're going to haircuts and supercuts. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. We if, go a great clips, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that's
2: like been interesting about being part of the local music scene and part of the local theater scene simultaneously mm-hmm. is they're both. If there's 2.5 million people in Las Vegas, there's maybe – Five hundred people that go to local band shows, like, yeah. like, and not at the same time. Gotcha. <laughs> you Got, know what I'm saying? Right, like, gotcha. there's, there's a very, mm-hmm. it's a very small group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's also the same ish amount of people that go to local theater shows.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, there's just so much noise and so much static here. Right. Where, I always thought about you know, uh, folding your arms and. Uh, here we are now, entertain us. Like, yeah. that's Vegas. Like, because yeah. we've seen things. I could watch a s I've and I've done it before, unfortunately, where I've watched a Cirque show and people are doing the most amazing things up there. Right. But I'm getting bored because I've seen this <laughs> and right. things like it so much. Yeah. But,
3: uh, it, like, this <laughs> it's thing that yeah. they're doing,
2: I could never dream no. of doing impossibly in my life. And I'm going, like, okay, we're like
0: boring
2: let's go come on <laughs> okay we
0: get it you're, yeah, you're four, five days we, we five thousand times <laughs> we get it your core is like nothing on the planet all right uh, so it's, it's so flexible kind of, it's kind of yeah. like
2: that where it's like you know in order to get people out to things yeah it just doesn't it just doesn't happen so like what i kind of did was do it still do a little bit it's like try to cross pollinate that thing is try to make you know people who wouldn't normally go to a, a, a play come to a play right or somebody who might not come to like a you know a show a show but as far as music's concerned right now in the town i have no idea what's happening because it's been yeah. 2 years of not
0: of not doing anything
2: and hopefully and i've seen a couple of these hopefully it's like young kids mm-hmm. doing it that i've never heard of right that are going to be the next. I like,
1: hope big, you know, and that's thing. the one thing that I don't know what the scene is either, as as far as right now. But I know with the influx of people, not only being born and raised here, but moving here, uh, which is a constant are be, stream of people, are going to be yeah. hugely talented,
0: right? And yeah.
1: and in, in it's inevitable.
0: So I mean, and that, and you've already you guys already said that you don't know. So would you know of any places now that 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 would constantly holes like live venues for local places. I mean, I I can think of a few small bars, but I mean, nothing really like uh like the Huntridge was or something. There's nothing mm. kind of like that now that I know of, but not, I'm not I don't have my finger on the pulse. So, uh, is
2: the bunkhouse he still ma- He mentioned the bunkhouse, but yeah. the bunkhouse went through a couple different iterations. The yeah. last iteration of the bunkhouse was was the
0: yeah, place. Okay. That was the place for the
2: Because you had great sound. Mm-hmm. Like and you could go up there and it would sound like we were talking about earlier, like you wanted it to. Right. It yeah, sounded could, like, yeah, it, it, yeah, like yes. yeah, this is exactly how this song should sound. Yes. Because you have somebody behind a very nice board with a very nice system. They knew what they were deciding, doing. Deciding. Yeah. And this, is, this goes out to a lot of sound guys out there. We all know that you decide to make us sound good. Because <laughs> I've seen it happen before. Yes, we get it. I've seen it happen before where, you know, this band sounds like garbage. I'm standing there with, like, the manager of the bar, and they look over at the sound guy and, like, raise their hand like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, yeah a
2: couple buttons and it sounds immaculate.
0: <laughs> I've seen wow. it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I know it happens. The,
2: sound guys have the power. The power. The power. Interesting. But when you, you have folks that actually care that are actually listening to what's happening and like making yes. adjustments on the fly to make, you know, to especially when they get to know like your song somewhat too and they're like, I'm going to do this effect right here on this, right. this vocal. It makes it such a great experience. And then the bunkhouse right at the beginning of the pandemic closed. Mm. Then Tony Shea died, and they Downtown Projects who,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: was running and or you know, and that's all in its own. So whether whether or not that ever opens up again,
0: you who know, who knows? It still hasn't. Yeah. Well, obviously, it still hasn't. Still, I
2: But that in of itself was probably like the hub for the last, uh, like it was.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah,
2: I mean, yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, I mean, you know. Because even before that, there was uh, the freaking frog, which was over there, kind of by where we're talking about like the university and then, you know, Cafe Roma and stuff like yeah. that. But those all, you know, fizzled out too. The bunkhouse. house.
2: fizzled out, destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> they yes. Are, they are, there's a parking lot right now where Cafe Roma was. This is the first time like we ever played with the killers. and yes. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Brandon Flowers and I drinking a Corona in the parking lot talking about Depeche mode, you yeah. know, when we were like kids, you know. Right. That place is gone. Friggin' frog is gone. Mm. Copio, like all these places are just gone. Most of them don't actually exist anymore. Like there's not even a structure there. Not even a structure.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm curious now. Now that we're talking about like where.
0: Yeah. It's got to be very. tough It's got to be somewhere. It's got to be tough to to. A, have a band going right now.
2: There's a hard, and that's that's the other thing is, who knows what who knows what's going on. Yeah. Artifice is starting to do um, shows.
1: Yeah, again, down in that main area. But which,
2: everything depends on sound too, though. I you know, know because I, I don't want to go play a show and not to sound good. Once you once you've been to the mountaintop, it's hard to come down. Yeah, you know, yeah, from the mountaintop from the <laughs> at that point. In time. <laughs> yeah. like, I've already seen what's over the hill. You know, like I don't want to go back down this side. You and right. you're right. Like
1: when we were in high school and even in our early twenties, just to the, the book a live show and get. Hey, we have a show. You were so excited about that. You didn't even care what it was going to sound like, right? Yeah. You know. But then, as you get older and you become a more of a professional musician, more and, aware
0: and, of your sound, you and stuff. know, yeah.
1: th- it's inevitable. That's the nature of the way it should go. You right. want to sound better.
3: Yeah. Joe you know? and
2: I, Joe from um, Ringo from uh, um,
0: Darby, Darby O'Gill,
2: yeah. We were in a band called the Asthmatics, and like it seemed like we only played backyards <laughs> like you know, they were <laughs> we played so many True story. backyards I've, I've been to the
1: backyard yeah, watching yeah, yeah. them yeah. play <laughs> so many backyards
2: right. and it's like uh, i would still play a backyard that sounds kind it of fun right now it just sounds refreshing but yeah then you then my other brain is going oh yeah i have to play outside what if it's hot or what if it's cold and my fingers are fr-
0: what it, if it rains what I'm, is, I'm yeah. a
2: diva at this point in
0: time it's so
1: it's so windy this time of year it is though
0: <laughs> I said I was only going to play if I get strawberry Kool-Aid but I'm strawberry Kool-Aid I'm out of here but yeah <laughs> that was what was nice about having a cover band is being able to have a writer
2: a lot of places and like them actually do it yeah. like I
3: want
0: <laughs>
2: apples
3: seriously
0: <laughs> <And they laughs> like, give me sliced apples saying, you, mush, so you sliced apples and a bunch you know <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. That's right.
1: <laughs> if I don't have the Werther's originals in a in a
2: bowl, I do not go on.
0: <laughs> these Granny Smith apples, get this trash out of here. I <laughs> will eat Fuji apples. <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn
2: Bowl's cool. Uh, it's sometimes weird to see things there.
1: I do like that. That's all ages, or you know, right. the, which is uh, it fills a little void. Um, I was able to take. Delta to a show there. They were do they do this thing called uh, Rock and Roll Playhouse or something of that nature where yeah. they mm. do family friendly versions of uh music. So I, I took her to a Beatles cover band oh, nice. that did um that was for kids. Got it. Uh, you're talking about level volume being a certain amount. So yeah, you didn't right, have to I worry about a lot kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and then they brought out like things like an, uh, a big parachute for them to run under and, oh, and cool. made it. So that yes. was really cool. And that was her first live
0: experience. It's a nice way to, to bring you know, kids into it. You know, what it was was interactive. First, what was the
2: first show you ever saw in your life?
0: My <laughs> First concert? Yeah. And, and it's funny because I, I work on the barn, and, and I'll and especially people who know me for a while, I'll I'll post his questions because I'm like, you guys will never ever get my first concert, and I always put that out. Blue eyes, cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice guess, but no. So my actually first concert was LL Cool J. Whoa, ladies love Cool J. That's right. It was the one because um, Mama, I'm, I'm knock you out. Oh no, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that one. Dude, and call and call to that's that's don't That's don't Yeah. So that was that's my first concert, bad. and his uh, opening act was that um. I forget his name, but he had that weird "I want to be your man," and it had that fucking the, the <laughs> that, that robot voice. Oh, I want to be your man. That was I his only exactly song I knew. What you're yeah, about. I, I forget his name, but that was my. Oh, friend. I can't. So that's why I said people look at me; they're like they'll never guess. I had people guessing. I had people <laughs> where guessing was like, Where was that at? Yeah, it was at & Mac.
1: Oh, that was my first show, was that Thomas and Mac? Thomas, Thomas. Well, so think, you're asking, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but I think yeah. it was ZZ Top. At Thomas ZZ Top, and Mac. At the,
0: at the time, that was the only place to see a band. That's the only place they came. That's why they never came, because that was the only venue, and then they couldn't get yeah. up. So that was my, and then I, I'm trying to remember my first uh, rock venue. Boy, well, I can't remember. It had well, been like.
1: And it's two different questions your first show or your first show ever on your own? Right. With friends.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: I kind of separate that differently. I think that Tommy Yasu show might have been the first show. I, The one outside of the uh, um, school might have been one of our first shows we ever, like actual shows we ever played. Yeah. (laughs) But what's the, okay, so like what's the first show your dad or your parents ever took you to? Well, the first show I ever went to was with our friend Mikey and his sister. We were like 14 years old.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Went to the Aladdin Theater for the Performing Arts, which is yes. now know, yeah. Planet Hollywood. Yep, yeah. But I
1: saw some great stuff. I saw Cracker there. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, with the spin doctors,
3: unfortunately.
2: <laughs> 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 I saw Pearl Jam there. Speaking wow. of Pearl Jam yeah. from earlier, yes. Uh, you know, Very nice. uh, but this one was an interesting show because. The headliner was Tears for Fears. Oh, wow. Oh, there you <laughs> the go. The opening band was Drama-Rama. Do you oh, remember Oh, wow, yeah. Anything, I remember Drama-Rama. Yeah. Yeah. The band in bills. between that was this little band that Mikey and I would watch on MTV, and we would make fun of the guitar player. We'd call him Cha-Cha. <laughs> because in this song, all he does is go, Cha-Cha, Cha-Cha. It was freaking Radiohead.
3: Oh, really? <laughs> so
2: the, yeah. the lineup for the first show that I ever went to yeah. was Drama-Rama. Radiohead and then Tears for Fears. Whoa, nice. that's, that's wild, awesome! That yeah. is wild.
0: You think about it now, like holy crap! That's and I've good. only seen
2: Radiohead one other time,
0: yeah. in I've, my life. Other I've than never.
2: that, that's Pablo Honey. That's the first album. Mm, yeah, and then I saw them in Spain at a uh, um oh man, Prima- I have- Primavera,
0: Wow, there you go. I Spain. haven't
1: yet,
2: and I say yet
1: because it's on the bucket list. Uh, but yeah, you know so. My parents took me to that show, but my first show on my own was, like I said, it was at the hundred Theater, and that's yeah. my cousin took me, who was, you know, I went with him, who was older, and was Bad Religion, so wow. those are two different experiences, like, yes, what's yes, your first yes. show? Well, there's, I consider two different things my first show. Yes. Because there's nothing like your own first experience as your own person. Right. As much as I love that my parents took me to make, so that I can say out loud, it's easy top, and wasn't like a... Uh, some other people could be like, well, unfortunately, it was uh, you know new kids on a block or something. Yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> so but. Well, I, first,
2: I, first, I don't know if this counts, but like um, I was probably in eighth grade or something. U two was coming. It was during, like the Zoo TV tour. U uh, two uh-huh. and like raging some machine open for them wow. at the Silver Bowl. We couldn't get tickets. <laughs> right, right, yes. So, what well, my dad did, which was great. Like, and I still think about this day is we drove out in the desert next to the silver bowl and heard it all. Yeah. And saw the right things in the yeah, whole nine that's yards. That's awesome. And I, it yeah. was always one of my favorite, like, cause I, I mean, how, how like in retrospect, how cool is it? Like, and I, I, I never said anything to my dad about it, but I always think about that. And I did say something to me. He was like, that's funny. Cause I always thought it was bad because we couldn't get you real tickets. Like, you know, he was no, thinking it was, yeah, he was yeah, thinking it was a yeah, lose and it was yeah. a total oh, win. That's awesome. No, yeah. Like, yeah. That's technically that was technically the first time, uh, I, I, I didn't see that show, but like I'm saying, like, uh, but, but you did. I mean, you, you,
1: you, we you that, that audio
2: yeah. experience to me becomes visual anyway. I well, mean, especially it's YouTube two right after Joshua Tree, right into the Octung yeah. baby. And it's like mm-hmm. that sound in of itself is like desert. So yeah. just being there and seeing the uh, Silver Bowl and hearing it, I can still, uh, still kind of see I that. went, yeah. I
1: believe I saw Lollapalooza there. Mm. Uh, and I don't remember the, the exact time frame, but it was Smashing Pumpkins and Snoop Dogg. Nice. Speaking wow. boys. Yeah, yeah. So I I remember that show, uh, yeah. very faintly. I was, it's funny, but I remember that. Actually, that was how big Lollapalooza was. They would come to a place oh, like it was Vegas huge. because yeah. Vegas, you know, struggled for a long time to get any any kind of venue. You know, yeah. if you're like, well, I know they're going to be in L.A., so I better go there yeah. if I want to see them. You know, matter of fact, we talk about Radiohead. I mean, did we ever come here?
2: You know, Tom York. Uh, Tom York came to the Cosmo a couple years ago when he was doing like the Eraser that album or something maybe right after Eraser him and Nigel Godrich uh, okay yeah which was actually really dope okay but, oh, I bet because uh, it was Christmas Eve and he sang this version of like Silent Night and imagine Tom York singing uh Silent wow. Night yeah it was, the whole place is like quiet as a pin drop wow. type thing it's like it was really great that is awesome. My favorite okay. show I ever saw was Leonard Cohen at the cosmopol or not the Co- at the Coliseum. Nice. Oh wow! Like a year before you. died.
0: Palace, yeah, yeah, that's cool.
2: And that talk about hearing a pin drop—it was so. And talk about playing here and people talking over you playing. It was so silent. Right it, reverence. It was just like this, like this feeling of reverence inside of uh, the, the Coliseum. But I've seen other big bands where they they comment on yeah how unruly our audiences are how yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, maybe unruly is not uh, disaffected maybe that's a better word or right. uh, no, it's definitely been a topic. I saw Wilco one time and Wilco was, uh, he was like he was at the House Blues and he was like boy y'all must be winning a lot of money to spend all that money on these concert tickets and just talk through the whole thing.
3: <laughs> 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 Seriously.
2: <laughs> I, you know, so there's a it has its own stigma, Vegas does. And that's the problem that's happening right now is because there's not that mid-level place for people to go. Yeah. Which would have been the bunkhouse two years ago. Mm-hmm. And what the bunkhouse was doing was, was getting Vegas in a stop in between, you know, L.A. and Phoenix. Yes. Or, L, or, you know, yeah. Phoenix and Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Lake. Yeah, because most people just pass. They'll go to Reno sometimes before they'll come to Vegas. Yeah, like especially if they're like a mid-level band. Yeah, but at the moment there's just again nowhere for that to go. To go.
1: Yeah, that that time when I you know I'm thinking 2005. So we were in our band, our first band together, which was Pilot to Orion, Mm. and I think that finished up around 2004, something like that. I I might be wrong, but. Around two thousand five or so is when I started my my next little venture with another one of my best friends and with Adam with Adam oh yeah yeah um, which ended up becoming Jazz and the Notes but there at that time was so much possibility I mean it went from being able to play at the Aruba which was you know that old hotel that's down on kind of on the strip but more towards uh, downtown yeah to there remember there was the Art Bar. There was the bunkhouse. There yeah, was freaking open. frog. I mean, yeah. there was just a, a. There was ways to get shows, yeah. and there was ways for people to go see shows. Right. And ice huge. house was a good one. The ice house. I played there multiple mm. times. I think that's still there and called the ice house, even though it's not open. Yeah, it's like I, I think it still it says is. ice house. Like
2: I think there's like fleet cars in there right now. I don't know. Yeah, um, but weird. there the there there
1: out. was. Open. It seemed like at that time it was gonna, it was just gonna explode, right. and there was in, in limitless possibilities for live
2: entertainment. Right. Well, that's what we said at the time, even because remember we used to do we we would do little things with a theater company in town called Cockroach Theater, where we would do mm-hmm. these like we would play music while they did like interactive crowd work and things like gotcha. that. And we, I remember having a conversation with Erdie Curcio at the time, and I was like, we we're talking about Las Vegas, and I'm like it's still infant. But it's infinite in the sense where, like, you could still do anything here. And that's one of the good things about being here as opposed to other places. Yes, there's only still that small number of people that are going to see your things. Yeah. But it does give you the opportunities that you might not have other places. Gotcha. Especially, like, theater and stuff. Like, me never directing a play in my life Mm -hmm. got to direct. uh, You know, I've directed three plays at this point in time. Oh, nice if i was living <laughs> anywhere, <laughs> almost else, anywhere else like they never would have happened there because it's a cuz you can fail here is is a yeah. thing yeah without it, it doesn't it yeah. does in music the same way you can fa- like it, and fail it might have this, a negative connotation well to it, I, I
1: think what you mean this city can absorb it yeah
2: if you can absorb it because yeah. it, it's it, not
0: going to affect you as much as other places basically right it okay. might
2: sound like a negative again negative you know but if a tree falls in the woods type thing it's like yeah if there's no one around to see you fall, right. you know, you know, that you've, we've all done that where we've we'll been walking and trip on something, then look around. just Yeah, to yeah, make yeah, sure. yeah. Nobody saw that, right? Nobody saw that, right? But it's like, uh, if they, if you, you can push because you don't have to worry so much about it m- mattering. Come back, back at you a- or
0: coming back to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back, well, I- what's, what's interesting, and you bring this up, and, and I, you know, I'll, um, listen to a lot of uh, other podcasts, which is about comedians. And they always talk about going up and trying their stuff and failing. Right. And they go, well, that's how we learn. We fail. We go yeah. up, we fail. We go up, we fail. I go, but it's interesting that they don't give that same leeway to musicians sometimes. Like, hey, let's try this. We fail. Then we know it doesn't work. And so, but like you said, other places that taste about better. Like, oh, these guys suck. We're not going to see yeah. them again kind of thing.
2: Well, there's are the, different mediums. The, but, you're entirely correct. And it yeah. goes back to kind of what I was saying about sound people. It's yeah. like if, if the sound sucks, you're watching a band. The sound sucks. No, that's true. Most people are going. This band sucks. sucks right. It's like no, oh, it's a sound. You can't get over it. Like right. no, you, you can't win there. It's like it, right. if there's feedback happening or whatever. That's not the band. Well, sometimes that is the band's fault. Right. right. I, I empathize with sound people yeah, because right. I've uh, run yeah. into the bands where they, you know whatever. But the fact of the matter is is like, yeah they. uh what were we talking about? Well, it'll, it'll it, well that stigma
1: will be become the band. So the band's not right. Good. Yeah, the band It's not terrible. forgiving. Yeah. It,
2: live music is not forgiving in that right. instance where right. it's like, well, comedy, yes, but in the same breath, somebody could have gone to that show and gone like, that dude sucks. Well, I've i actually heard that you know where Chappelle will like go into the comedy store and just stand up for their for an hour and a half right. and just talking, not even telling jokes, but talking or whatever. And People yeah. will be like, you know, whatever. But it's like.
0: That's his And Yeah, it's also Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. It's all, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm well,
3: saying? yeah.
1: yeah. Sure. This, you mentioned those some podcasts I've I've listened to, like even uh, uh, Fly on the Wall one with uh, Dana Carvey. That's one I've David just Spade. recently okay. started listening David to. Spade. I like it. It's really good. Yes. They, they talk over each other a lot, but you know they're but they don't. You know they mentioned as a comedian, not even just them, but people they know going up there with literally a notepad.
0: Yeah, and just and just,
1: off. and just reading off ideas to but see what works. Like that is not a luxury a live
0: band has. No, you, you guys don't have the luxury. It's like, hey guys, we're going to just try some stuff out for you. <laughs> I mean,
3: we
2: do. You do. You do that because Great. if you make a song, you're ultimately going to have to play it live. So it's yes. like, we're going to try this. And there's been and it, I saw this a lot with the cover band. Was there there were songs we were stoked on learning. We're yes. like they're gonna love this when it happens and then we'd play it and it'd be crickets and it'd be like <laughs> Like damn. We we played it good. It's just like it didn't have the didn't. impact that mm-hmm. uh, you know, you thought you it would thought it, was, it, yeah. it would work. Right. Yeah. Like
0: Blur songs yeah. Like for
2: example Like nobody Got into Blur songs Or like yeah. a, You know I
0: guess nobody Liked that Spice Girls song We tried though You know <laughs> They would love
3: The Spice Girls <laughs> That's
2: song true. They That's would. true yeah. that was the, the fun Things we de- did Was we would do Like little mashups Oh and
0: they would like that Yeah
2: Where you know uh Playing mm. uh, Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball Over Depeche Mode yeah, yeah, okay, uh, Personal yeah. Jesus That's the, funny. Like, like singing the, the lyrics to one Ray, Over the other yeah. Or, yeah I stole one From uh Girl Talk This uh, DJ Girl Talk who does these amazing matches. Did you ever listen to Girl Talk? Uh Uh-uh. No. You should because it's like – I'm going to send it to you. Okay. You can only find it on YouTube. It's not on like any – maybe it's on one of the other uh, streaming services, but not on Spotify. It's called Girl Talk All Day. But there's this thing where it's going back to Radiohead. It's Radiohead Creep. Uh Uh-huh. And over the top of it is uh, old dirty bastard Shimmy, shimmy Ya. so it's dun dun, dun yeah. Dun, dun. I love those shimmy mashups, shimmy yaw, yaw. <laughs> but over that yeah. And i and that would kill every time we would do it in the cover band. So I do it at, like if I'm karaokeing, most of the time I'll start to play Creep, and people think you're playing like singing Creep, but they yeah, yeah, just yeah. do old dirty bastard because they can do an instrumental right. But <laughs> well, karaoke karaoke place. is instrumental. That's. Well, what, what karaoke karaoke I mean is means like in Japanese, mm, no. but you know, sometimes they <laughs> no have like orchestra. the backing tracks
1: on there and stuff, like other. Oh, things. Yeah, you yeah. Know, It's which, nice
2: that they have harmonies in there. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I haven't karaoke in so long. Mm-hmm. Is it still uh, Dino's? Or uh, I went
2: to Dino's last night. It's the first time I've been there since the pandemic.
1: Mm. Wow. See, slowly, slowly, it's
0: slowly opening up. So,
2: um, what? So now, you know, you've you've kind of talked
1: about kind of the evolution of what you've done and stuff. What What are you most excited about? Moving on forward as far as performance, are you wanting to get back into? I just wanna, live playing a band. I just
2: want to jam again. Like that's all. I haven't jammed with anybody in a very long time. Okay, like, I haven't. Uh, you know, we our band uh, Glass Pools who like broke up before pandemic, but we got together. We've gotten together like three times since like from twenty twenty. You know what I mean? <laughs> we also didn't have a don't currently even have a practice space. What you're talking about is yeah. Like, thing but you can rent you can and i've I've been down that road too you know but we we got together and played like three times over the course of the year just ourselves yeah and that in of itself is just you know when it feels good it just feels good yeah you know and going back to the theater thing like doing it again after doing no type of performance Theater is an interesting animal because, like like I say, we've performed all kinds of different ways. i performed in bands. i performed solo, acoustic, the whole nine yards. But, yeah. like, there's this thing that happens with live theater where, like, uh, time stops. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of weird where y- you're in a scene and you're in a moment. And you're in, like, whatever. You, uh, you're hopefully being as realistic or as whatever is possible in the, the scene. But where everybody in the theater... Is on the same page, like all your all the antennas are up at the same, yeah. same point, and you just feel like the air, and you're all in this thing together for this split second
0: in time.
3: Yeah.
2: And since I've been doing theater, that's probably happened to me like three times out of yeah. all the times that's that I've done feel it. Feel great too, because it's like, and then it's like constantly chasing that dragon. It's like, yeah. how do I get to that? And when, but when it does happen, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced. Like.
0: Live ways, yeah. Okay, so even different from from music playing, it's totally different. Hundred percent, because there's high, a difference when
2: you know it, there is a thing when the crowd's with you where, where, yeah. when people are with you and you, you you feel that like there is like a you, yeah. being a front man in a band, you do feel power where, yes. where like they're all listening to me, and I think that's what's great about stand up in and of itself is like stand up's the hardest for for me to think of, yeah. I've thought about, like, doing stand-up. Yeah. You know, at least getting, like, a type 5 or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) But, like, uh, (laughs) that, you have a microphone, and you're saying, hey, you all need to listen to me right now. Right.
0: Focus here. Yeah. I got something important to say. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You have to have enough confidence in what you have to say. Oh, yeah. To, you know, have that type of hubris to, uh, you know, think that people should listen to you for that time. Yeah. Yeah. But, the yeah, that's the only to answer the question ish is that that moment is is completely unique to any other experience that moment yeah. where you are you are in this communal thing together mm-hmm. It's kind of like you go watch Avengers Endgame and like Captain America grabs like Thor's hammer and every, yes. everybody yeah. in the theater is like, oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. it's that same yeah. where you're, you're all, all like this. The same like level. With theater, it's more contained at that point in time yes. because everybody's just like focused in the moment mm-hmm. and you're watching another human being right. act.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Right. It
1: absolutely. Is. I've always tried to go out of my way to catch. Things that you've been involved with, with that, even like I said, from when you guys were doing uh, plays in high school to when you've done some of your other black box things and, and cockroach theater things, uh, and, and you're right though. There, there's it's such a different experience, you know. And when you talk about live music for a band, there's some great shows that you have, and you'll always remember that. But then there's just the regular shows, you know. And 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 I think when you have a performance, it's always going to be. A little more unique because they're all there for that one reason. When sometimes you play a show at a place and they, they're not there for you. Could they're be there, background. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. there because someone else they know might be there. And hey, yeah. this band's
2: gonna right. play, and I might listen, and I might like them, but I'm still gonna be doing other things. I talked yeah. about the bunkhouse as yeah. a great thing, but one of the bad things about the bunkhouse it has a great outside area, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and a door that overlooks. Yeah. From the stage, you aw, can see the outside area. <laughs> <laughs> not just leaving; but they're just standing right yeah, there. Yeah, they, yeah. Might, they might because they would put the music outside into right. the thing. Right. They might be watching you from outside, but they're they're outside. Yeah, yeah. doing their own thing. <laughs> but other. People People are not paying attention to anything you're doing. And, you yeah, whatever. Again, yeah. it's like, <laughs> here we are now. Yeah, yeah. Entertain us. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: So, Brian, what, what, um, and, 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 and I've heard you before, what, what genre of music, uh, would you label yourself as, as anything, or what, what do you like playing? Or, um, w- when you go out there, what would you say, like, someone's come and listen to you and say, yeah, hey, I play this type?
2: That, that's always been the hardest question for right. anything that, because it is. it's, and we used to say, uh, like, Alternative to something, <laughs> you right, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, because "alternative" was the word for a while. Instead yeah. of indie. but that's such
0: a broad word. You say alternative. sort of like, well, what type of alternative? There's all well, t- and then you say oh, indie oh, oh, now. Yeah, and indie
2: yeah. is major. Like, if people would consider like Arcade Fire indie, but they're um, they're yeah. a major label band. They're not right. an independent right. When right. yeah, uh, yeah, like like you artist, go from like, indie like, to major? But yeah. that would be if you go on a streaming service right now. That's under indie rock. I guarantee <laughs> it. Yeah, alt yeah, right. rock, indie yeah. rock. So it would
3: be.
0: That
2: would be what it was, was indie rock. Like as far as the cover band, the cover band we did mainly like 80s and 90s and early 2000s, like indie rock. So everything from like The Clash to, um, we did some Misfits songs. Okay. Uh, and inside of the, you know, having those type of things in in the structure of being in a casino was interesting, like playing songs that you wouldn't like normally think to be yeah, um, like Bowie and, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, doing just everything in between from The Cure to R.E.M. to
0: all these right. different um that's a big, broad spectrum. Well, too. I mean, awesome.
2: it's awesome,
1: because every time you sit at any bar across this town, it's all. At some point, you're going to hear Freebird while you're
0: gambling. Right, you right. Know? Yeah, Jesus. Right. I tell yeah. You. <laughs> it was funny. The classic rock that plays over the the casino thing is so funny now. You think about twenty years ago, like they're never going to play. They're playing the House of Pain. Like, what? Yeah, they're never going to play. Yeah, I, <laughs> I heard like,
2: Cypress oh, Hill last night. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, and, what the hell? And there's like this probably twenty three year old girl going like Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. want to kill a man. I was yeah. like
3: all right. Yeah. It's happened.
0: What's <laughs> well, it interesting to me, because I'm not a musician, is, is so the creation of when, you, when you're thinking of, uh, of making music, and you know, I, I'm sure you guys never sit there and like, well, I got to think of this genre because that's what I am. I mean, I imagine you just think of music as something that comes from you and it just gets labeled afterwards. And that was always interesting to me. Like, I mean, I've known or heard of musicians that are like, love country, love country, but when they make music, they make rock music. It's just, that's what comes out of them. Yeah. So, I mean, I always find that interesting how you guys, uh, Patrick, and you, when you create music, that that's just what comes out of you. And it's not that you label it when it comes out, because that's just what comes out of me and how, yeah,
2: how it's and labeled. Yeah, and sometimes, like, it's the opposite where you're like, I want to do a song yeah. like this, or I want right. to do, but like, just not, yeah, or, you know, or I wish, I wish my tendencies, I didn't use my <laughs> tendencies here. It's like right, right. I talked about earlier about, like, structure with me, like, yeah. I got very good at like the three, like the Tin Pan Alley, uh, you know, A, B, A, B, C, B, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. where you're like verse, chorus, verse, okay. chorus, bridge, yeah. verse, chorus. Chorus, yes. chorus, 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 out, out chorus out, yeah. chorus out, double chorus at the end. Yeah, that's a very... Maybe an intro. But if I, it, it, like... I find uh, like modern audiences like don't love that structure, like especially in the indie world, they it does most like it's almost structureless or formless. Gotcha is what uh, you know people like. Then again, you have like in the pop world, I somebody like that guy Max Martin. You know who this is?
0: Max Martin
2: is like the Swedish producer who's produced everything from your. Favorite Backstreet Boy songs oh, okay. to Taylor Swift to gotcha. recently The Weeknd. Right, like this guy knows exactly the formula to call it. There's a germ or there's a word for it for earworm, mm-hmm. but he knows the exact formula to this needs to go here, and it's not necessarily the old Timpan Alley where you do this. Sometimes yeah. like the chorus only happens once. Right, right. But it's like the lead up to that chorus. Gotcha. Or they'll do a thing. So there's. It's like we were, we started talking about where you know, unfortunately, my brain has to dissect things right, when I'm listening way. to it or and going like, "Yeah, I see what you're doing here." Yeah, that's why it's very hard for me to cry in a movie because I'm like, "I you are hiding this right here, and the music is happening you see here." Yeah, it's gotcha. coming. You know, yeah. what I mean, you're seeing the setup yeah. before. Like gotcha. you're like, yeah, well when it gets you, it gets you, and you're like, "Oh fuck, they got yeah. me." Yeah, right, Damn exactly. It. Well, the same thing with songs though. Yeah. I became a fan. This sounds weird, but I became a fan of Taylor Swift because of that specific thing where I was like, I can't deny that that's a well-written song. right? If you
0: see talent, you see talent. Absolutely. You can't
2: deny it. Right. And if you like, you can uh, be whatever about it, but it's like, and then I just lost like everybody in this uh, podcast right there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're funny, but I'm with you there just because a, a certain type of music is not your type doesn't make it bad. It's just right. it's not your type of music. So if you can't, if you really like music and you can't listen to, like, I'm, I don't like country. If I can't hear a country song and be like, dude, that's actually a really good song. I can tell. I just It's not for me. If you can't admit that to yourself, you're just lying to yourself, man. Or you really don't understand I, I agree. music with 100%. it. 100%. Right. That's, right.
2: that's the way I've always felt. And I've tried right. to keep my ear to the ground somewhat yes. throughout, you know, being an old man at this yeah. point in time, yeah. I still go on the new releases every Friday on yeah. Spotify and like I'm like, oh, I'm like What's going yeah, on? Yeah. I do the same. You might find like? something
0: you really like. like and hey, it's man, happened man, that's before. Cool. Yeah, it's happened go. before. Right. Where
2: you know and just because something is popular doesn't yeah. mean it's it's bad. Right. Now do I love every single song Taylor no. Swift's ever no. made? No. no. But I can look <laughs> at I can look at the craft of it and right. say like Absolutely. there's song craft there. Yeah. There's a reason why the dude from the national is working with her. Yeah. Because he's he knows like she knows what she's doing.
1: Yeah.
3: I can yeah. augment
2: or compliment in, in whichever way I'm, I'm exactly. doing through on there.
0: I'm, and it's funny cause um, just as a recording, just the last night I took my, uh, my seven year old daughter and my niece, we went to the BTS concert, you know? Oh yeah. And went there and they saw and I, I don't know, I, I know of them and she loves them and stuff. And I went and people were laughing and going, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to do the show. Not my thing, and I went, and I really enjoyed it, man. I thought it was really cool The music. It's not my music, but I knew I recognized some of the songs because my I heard from All my right. dad and yeah. other people, and and I was like, and I enjoyed the choreograph and everything. So. I wasn't there sitting with my arms crossed, you know, I was in there with it and I'm, i was enjoying all everybody's reactions and stuff, dude. It was good. So I had a good time it had it to have been
1: a nice environment. I'm oh, sorry. It was great. Yeah.
0: Dude, it was exciting. It was at Legion Stadium. I had you never know, been to Legion Stadium. It I was still have huge. I Me neither, but
1: full of youth,
0: right? Oh, and oh, then yeah. the energy had to be oh, been no, great. Dude, Come on. Andrew was awesome. He was great. And and I really enjoyed it. I went there. I had a good time. And the kids were were awesome. The choreograph, I mean, for two hours and a half hours, these guys running around, jumping and everything yeah. and doing I'm just like, this is good. I, I, lo- I loved it. It was good. Yeah. You couldn't beat that.
2: That's the whole thing is you can't, if something's, if if something does what it's, uh, you know, I always used to read or watch, you know, Robert E. Roger Ebert, like with the movies. And his whole thing was how he would rate a movie is, did they accomplish what they were setting out to accomplish? Right, right. And in and instances like that, what you you can't fault somebody for going out and accomplishing what they were supposed to accomplish, which right. was entertain people for two hours you're right. at that exactly. point, time. yeah, or create yes. uh, you know uh, safe space for all that, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, to when you get to the point where you're on a world tour. You you have accomplished what you set out to do, and you're selling out. They stadiums. sold out three nights. Is that what it four means? nights? Four, four
0: nights. Four nights. They sold out. BTS. It's, yes.
2: Suppose I I heard it on NPR the other day where it, it's the largest concert ever in Vegas.
1: Oh, I, easily in right? V- you're stadium? talking yeah. over a couple oh, yeah. hundred thousand no, people general, when you yeah. combine period. them. Yeah. Yes, when you combine
2: yes. all, all the total, yeah. it's the largest ever.
0: So when I went and got these tickets for my uh, for my daughter and we. uh went on, and so when they were gonna sell tickets, if you join the actual, what they call the BTS Army, which is a little, uh, their fan club, you get to get it a day early. Well, supposedly, if you didn't do that, you weren't getting tickets. So I did that for. Her. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I think it's like thirty five dollars for a year. I'm like, whatever. We, we get tickets. And if I didn't do that, we wouldn't have got tickets. People at work are like, how did you get tickets? I'm like, right. Like, well, I'm part of the BTS army. Although I might have to go to war. <laughs> you yeah, see my I might tattoo? have to go to war <laughs> you for somebody. See my <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm battle tested and BTS. So <laughs> that's the, the BTS. Right, exactly. <laughs> I actually joined the BTS Marines. So, we're <laughs> um, but I mean, that's saying something. Like. So all these people that got these tickets, they they all joined the membership, and that was smarter than them. But they got a day early, and all those tickets were sold out. So yeah, you're right. Four nights of that Allegiant Stadium full, just packed, and so it was like I said, that's wild. You gotta get in process. That is man. unreal. Yeah, yeah. these kids are, are huge. You know, I say kids, they're like in their twenties, you know, already still. Right. Yeah, exactly. I've right.
1: definitely learned to grow up and give. Props where props are due, right? You know, I, I, you know, it just becomes a point where you just got to give, you got to put, your, take your hat off sometimes,
2: especially from where we grew up. We grew up in like punk rock, where you had to yes. be, everything had to be, you know, yes, authentic, or yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. there, right. you know, or or the sellouts, or or even yeah, like yeah. the grunge, like the yeah. Kurt Cobain era of like, right. everything where it's just like anti everything that is right. a rock star type yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, but where we grew up too, it wasn't cool to. There was a great cross-pollination of two musics when we were growing up. Punk, mainly new school punk, and hip-hop. Yes. For some reason, those two things when we grew up in Las Vegas went hand-in-hand. Like you listened to both of them. Right. And and everyone did that we knew. You listened to Novex and Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. It wouldn't be, uh, you know, any, I don't know how that happened or why it happened. Maybe a skateboarding.
1: Uh, yeah, know, that's definitely at the heart of it. I mean, that was a huge culture push, uh, you know, and that, that just kind of spun its way into the Huntridge
2: also. I just felt like... Well, because if you think about those skateboard videos, they'd have like punk rock and then they play... That's the first time I think I'd ever heard Method Man on that one video. We had the M-E-T-H-O-G.
3: Yeah, like, you know, like, like, like a
2: blockhead video or something like that, right? yeah. a skateboard video. Yeah, that
1: was a huge influence back then. You couldn't wait, like... There was a, a a place called Thrills on Wheels. It was the <laughs> skateboard hub over there, off of like Nellis and Stewart.
0: Stewart and, and, and skateboarding it, and music have always been connected. East side, yeah, yeah so East yeah. side. But yeah, <laughs>
1: and the Thrills on Wheels. Not only was it the going there to look for the skateboard and the t shirt, but they had skate videos in the mm, in yeah. the you know in. Uh, what am I trying to say in the the case, the case. And you're like, that's a new one. We got, you get to home and it's like, the music is just intertwined with the energy, you know? Mm -hmm. So that, that makes sense. That's exactly what Vegas felt like. I mean, it was that whole amalgamation of things right there Mm -hmm. uh, during those, during the nineties for sure, you know?
2: Yeah. But I think that also made it so it was okay to listen to other things too. You know what I'm saying? Like, just something that seems like they're diametrically opposed as, as far as, like, new school punk rock and hip hop. If right. you can take Connection. those stretches. Yeah. But then me personally, it's like, I also had the Beatles, like we talked about right. earlier. Yeah. Or my yeah. older brother's name is literally Bob Dylan Todd.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, really? Jeez. <laughs> so Boy, I, yeah.
2: I hated Bob Dylan for
3: most of my <laughs> teens until
2: one moment I'm, I put it on again. Like, it probably... Yeah. Yeah. Probably around the time we were hotboxing in cars, yep. and I just listened. And I was like,
0: "Oh, well, this I, I get, I get it. it. I hate it that yeah. I get it,
2: but I get it. Like yeah. I understand
0: it." I, I find myself the older I get, too, the more I'm liking different types of music I never liked before either. But I just think when you're young, you're so staunch. You're like, "No, this is what I am. This is what I listen to." And it's, yeah. it's funny. And I was you know, trying to explain in young kids, like, "You guys just and it won't work. It, they, they don't listen. They we didn't won't. listen. No. And then you then you get a little bit old. Like you said, you listen to Bob Dylan. You're like. God, this is pretty good. I I started listening to uh, um years ago Elton John, which I was never crazy about. On this list, I'm like, God, this is fucking really good, man. You yeah. Billy Joel. I'm like, well, I get it now. I fucking yeah. get it. This it uh, starts resonating with you and stuff, and 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 that's cool about music that you keeps you keep growing with it as you go, and it never stops. Hopefully. You, you get, hopefully, yeah, hopefully you're not a lot so of people closed do off. Do get
2: stop, like, stuck Like, That's true. In a, like they I know do. people that only listen to, and if I'm quite honest, like the things I continually go back to, yes. is comfort food you know yeah, oftentimes right, right. Glenn said you, or something becomes comfort food after you've listened to it for a little bit you I, know you listen I to it and then it's like oh this is good i'm, I'm gonna this becomes my new comfort i food. love yes. when you get something
1: new that gets into your rotation right. yes. that yep. you that you just didn't know before right. and now right. you got that new album that's uh-huh. in your rotation there's right. nothing more refreshing than that you know people talk about you, there's no good music anymore, so they don't know where to l- look. Right,
0: it's harder it's to know where. It's out there, look.
1: yes, and it's not on the radio. Right, you know, it's on a streaming service, it's on a show. Yeah, it's somewhere out there, and if you find it, and you got that new thing to listen to, it's so refreshing.
0: Yeah, because it's still I, there. You I know, think like, um, and I, I'm a little bit older than you guys, but I think that that's what's hard for guys like my age, and I'm getting close to fifty here is that we always had the radio to feed us new stuff we, we didn't have to go look for it we're like we were spoon fed like oh this is new here eat this yep so nowadays y- you have to go look for it and and we're so We were so spoiled in our that that we're fit that we're like I have to go look for it. You lost your way. Yeah, you're not. You don't even want to put the time in to learn how to look for it. So we don't know exactly. We never were taught how to do that. Yeah. So that's why a lot of older guys we don't find anything new because we don't we don't know how to do it. Yeah. Even they're like, well, use YouTube. I go, okay, but I don't know where to look on YouTube. I don't know what the fuck to do. I've gotten
2: into watching, and I don't know why it happened. It's only a specific one that I watched. It got. Weird things get in my YouTube alg- algorithm. That's yeah. how that fly on the wall podcast came. Yeah, I, don't, oh, yeah. I yes. don't listen to podcasts on anything other than YouTube on my television, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's certain ones that I'll yeah. watch because they somehow got into my algorithm. I yeah. Uh, but somehow the algorithm. What were we just talking about?
1: For like something new that you uh, you've been you were listening to like oh, a show or?
2: I got it. Watching these like react videos. Yeah. Where, you know. They're not even millennials. Now. What are the what are the people before that? Uh,
0: Generation X, I guess. Or? Even
2: even or after that?
1: Oh no, after saying, millennials. Like, I don't know uh, what I don't know. Oh, what after
0: millennials. oh I forgot like, the name like, of them.
1: What my daughter, I guess, would be. Park Park I don't even people. know.
2: They you know <laughs> <Yeah>. watching <laughs> Lost. At first, I, started, I I ran into like them watching movies, like somebody yes. watching. You know this twenty year old kid watching. Pulp fiction for the first time. Gotcha. Yeah. Only heard about it, just yeah, yeah. watching it. Yes. And you basically are watching them watch movies. Really like, right, yes. The interesting ones were like Star Wars, like where you're like, oh, that still works. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, so, yes. the beat still work. Yeah, the, exactly. the reaction that they got there yes. is still working. Well, there's one I've been watching that's called Dad Reacts. Oh, God. And it's this kid, these, this Canadian kid who looks like Julian Casablancas from The Strokes, <laughs> <laughs> and his dorky dad, who's. Yeah. And he'll play him like mostly it's hip hop like uh like they've been going through Kanye recently, the mm-hmm. whole, but basically his dad who had zero knowledge about that yeah playing it for him for the first
0: time yeah, well that's cool
2: <laughs> and it's really interesting and neat to see number one and it warms your heart because you're like what a great little dynamic you yeah, they're you tell, yeah they're getting together they really like to, the whole thing as it goes through on there but like yeah. then it's also think about again what works like right. what why does this this is yeah. this thing is getting this guy when it really shouldn't you know what I mean but it's it, he's understanding what why the you know yeah. why yeah. kids get it or get kids rip. like it right that thing which has been kind of interesting to see I need to stop watching those but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you get lost in those right yeah Well, yeah.
1: it's funny going back to a little bit of that that live performance or even uh, an out al- uh, like if you come out with an album and songs on that album as a musician I've always found and you might you might agree that when you have a song a new song or a set of a set list that you're going to play and as a band this is my I can't wait to get to this song I love this song I love playing this song and this song it does not matter you'll never know because when you go to play it live that audience will tell you what song is it it doesn't yeah. matter what you like. Right. And any song that I thought was my favorite or the most fun to play never was the biggest reaction <laughs> from an from audience. Was, yeah. It was right. always something that I wouldn't have thought. Right. Always, hands yeah. down. And that goes to say the same for an album that you put out. Right. That song is the one that is getting all the hits or yeah. all the, you know, and it's not this one.
0: Right. And they will tell you. It reminds me of, uh, and that's funny. But it reminds me of when they interviewed uh, Nirvana when that the first album came out. They're like, oh, we never thought that smells like Teen Spirit was going to be the. Song. We thought we thought it was going to be Lithium. Was there going to be a huge song? But it, and, and Lithium was. big, oh but, go, but smells like Teen Spirit. That's the one because we never thought. That's the We one. thought it was like a throw-on song, and that's the one that fucking. There hit. you go. Yeah. So you never know what you, what it is, and, and you don't.
1: You can't plan some of that stuff. There, no. there's no way. But no, the audience, yeah. which as a whole. You got to give them credit, whether you know there's the low aspects of some idiots out there, and then some that are very in tune to what's going on. Yeah. But as a whole, collective whole, they're going to know. will decide what's good. It. Yeah, you know.
2: But it is also kind of like what I was talking about earlier. Where as far as um, you can fool people, you can pull people's strings. Yeah. in the way yeah. like knowing what I'll never forget. Like you know, uh, what's it? Um, get out. Yeah. Jordan Peele. Yes, uh, yes. Jordan I, I was watching an interview with uh, some of the actors in Get Out and they were talking about how Jordan Peele on the set would be like, so you have to do this this exact way mm-hmm. because if you do it like this, this is how the audience is going to react and they're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah, yeah. And they'd said every time to- every single time he said something like that, You're anytime right. they were there watching it with an audience,
0: he knew it worked every time wow, exactly like cool. he said it was
2: going yeah, to work. Yeah,
0: that's, that's cool. Unreal. And
2: that comes from, I guess, him doing those sketches and knowing yeah, exactly you're right. what is going through here yeah, and that. Key but, and Peel, yeah. But he knew, and, and, and that's my point with that Max Martin gentleman, yeah. is he knows exactly this is going to go right here. Yes, It's going to come in on the second verse. It's the, the only time it's going to happen in the song. Yes, But it's enough to make the brain go, something yeah, new there, right, something right. new there. So you can craft those things yes, which is I, interesting.
0: Now, not being experienced, but I would say I think there's even the experience, there's very few people who know how to do that. There's very few people who have the ear and, and the knowledge of that, that they can put it all together. Otherwise, we'd probably hear a little more. But I mean, that that's impressive as shit to, yeah. to know that stuff. You know, to, to pick up on that. that so I can imagine everybody can up
2: on it and, and being able to do it. Yeah, completely. I can hear what's happening. Like right. I can see what's going on. But put the it scenes, into, but like into that, action, right? But it goes back to the original thing with recording. It's like it never worked. It, like you could, you yeah. know, something needs to happen here. Or let's yeah take yeah. the all the guitar track out for the second verse. That way. It, does something that stimulates the ear yeah, that way. Right, or like, yeah. Let's add a harmony on the second time you sing this yeah. specific thing or this one uh, one word has a double track on it, the rest of it doesn't, right. like that type of thing where it's like. You get you down can, the rabbit hole on that for can, sure. That's the problem. That's the problem that I've always experienced. You know, we've so, always
1: talked about that too, just overthinking. Overthinking. Man.
2: If if I could think of one thing that's been my problem, like in, like in general, in like. Any of my artistic endeavors
3: has been overthinking. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: But I will also say that over the past two years, that's something that I have generally thought about and made a conscious. Wow. like. So when I went back to do the play in uh, January, yeah. it was some of the best work that I ever done just specifically because I let my own ego go.
0: Okay. Makes sense. You had a break. You you break, actually yeah.
2: appreciated what it meant to get back to that, what it meant to get back that. And also what it meant, you know, it's like we think too much about like what other people think or what other people, you know, things are, uh, other people have yeah. <laughs> or other, yeah. you know, we're talking Always. about, you know, every time I talk to specific friends, like, Oh, I remember when we used to play with the killers and like, we could have done that and so on. And so forth. I'm like, yeah, but it didn't happen, number didn't, one. Yeah. Right, yeah. But it's also like, it, it, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, you uh, can't go back. Up. It, it just, uh, I don't see, let's put it this way. I'm not expecting to become famous in <laughs> the, the next 20 years of my life. Right. It's not like, yeah. did I think that might happen earlier on in my life? Yeah. But, uh, you know, it didn't happened that
1: way. That was probably a nice freeing way to come back to and and like you said do your next live play. You just were in a good different mindset it was your most enjoyable time. It was where you felt almost the best. Huh? And
2: I and I hit the, I had two of those moments. That I was talking about earlier yeah. while it was happening. Wow. That's there awesome. Go. We That's only cool. did it three times. and yeah. Two of the and three two of times with a, with this. I had, it, and it only lasted for like five seconds. But it was, it was there. That is all. Yeah. That's from all your rehearsals and all the time mm-hmm. you spend doing this. Like it's only five seconds of like dopamine. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Right. right yeah. <laughs> but it, it's a legitimate thing.
0: And I, I like how you, um, uh, you're talking about your you know, friend talking about the killers. Or we could have done that. And if you're accepting now, you like, you know what? Yeah, but that wasn't us. Let's, let's not dwell on that. Let's just go forward. Let's move forward. It's no, It doesn't help us to dwell on the past, yeah. like you say. And, and it, I think it's important for everybody, not just musicians, but any kind of profession you have. If if you're at where you're at and stuff, it doesn't happen. It doesn't help to dwell on the past, man. No. It, it just brings up bad uh, uh, memories. It brings up bad attitudes you can have. So, so you're saying going into this pandemic, it was a nice – not that you wanted a two-year pause. Now, anybody did or something, but it was nice for you to sit back and look back at yourself a little to bit. Appreciate, almost, almost like a re- appreciate A little bit of a reset. Yeah. yeah, a little, a little bit of a, a mental reset, whether you wanted it or not. Yeah. And so it's no surprise, you said, when you came out and you acted again, that you had two of those moments, because you were kind of like almost out of your own head, maybe. Yeah. But
2: my problem is, is I thought when we were going into lockdown things like that, I was like, I'm going to be so creative. Right. I'm going to make yeah. a fu- I'm gonna make a fucking pandemic album. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. That doesn't exist. Right, right, right. <laughs> there's, there's two songs that I made over yeah, that time frame. Right. Two songs that I made over that time frame. And, uh, you know, whatever that is, who knows? And that's another thing I realized. Uh, you know, I was like, I haven't written a song in a year. Yeah. I realized that the other day. I'm like, it's been a year since I actually wrote a song. Right. Which is very wild. Yeah. Just that didn't, like, it hasn't. Mm-hmm. There's stuff in my notes section of my phone, and there's yeah. plenty of voice memos along the way. You know that I could go back and say, like, okay, we could, I could use that or something like that. But as right. far as start to finish making a song, I have not done that in over a year. Yeah, and then I'm like, is that going to come back? Yeah, <laughs> like, wanna, is, yeah. is that uh, is that desire to do that going to come back?
0: I, I think so, man. It's always been with you. It's just, it, um, we're still slowly getting back into, and there's not a lot of still not a lot of you know, like places to to play and, and venues to go to it's still kind of making a comeback you know for a, a lot not just you you know um yeah a, a lot of uh, i I
1: of think stuff. down I think Water Street downtown Henderson has the potential to support that some more it's it's a little bit newer um you know downtown downtown Vegas. Uh, Has had its moment. It has its first Friday and it had venues, but those have closed and they probably can have a chance to open up again. And I know that's going to expand. But I like that, you know, Henderson has got the Water Street, which so that's a kind of a new exciting thing. I know there's one bar down there that has live music.
2: Hardway. Yeah. Uh, Hardway, but
1: also that, uh, what's the other one across the street? Um, I don't know. There's another one. Uh, I can't remember. What. It's right across the street, kind of down more towards w- Wands. Yeah. Um, and then th- every time I'm down there, there's a band playing. So that's oh, cool. refreshing. Yeah. I'm j- it's, have it's, have been guys, to see it little by little? Have you
2: guys been to Main Street recently? No. Main Street, Vegas? No. Mm-hmm. no. No. It's interesting what's happening. There's going to be a venue that's opening there cool. in, I don't know, it's supposed to be this year, but maybe it's next year, if it's still happening. Yeah which yeah. is going to hopefully take over that spot we've been talking about. Right. Left right. That, where I the, hope the bunkhouse yeah. was. But there's really cool like stuff happening down there right now. Yeah. yeah. Like if you just take a – there's good food. There's there is. a place the esters over there. There's fantastic. Mm. Uh, but there's uh, like interesting bars. And you think about that like in the early – Days. Was the that? art bar was there. Yeah. And that's it. That was it. I mean, now the art bar is a comedy club owned by Polly Shore. Is that right? Yes. Wise is it guys?
3: really? Oh, okay.
2: And hmm. the only other bar that was there. Which I'm not mad at. Velveteen I think it's Rabbit. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they all, they had to be like, think, there's going to be something here. But now it's actually happening. It's taking over what Fremont Street was yes. going to be doing. Gotcha. Right. And now Fremont Street is because Fremont Street was our jaunt. That's where we would just. That was our place, yeah, for a long time, right? Like, and now it's not. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe there's no way. No. Like, you can catch me yeah. like very rarely. Yeah. Maybe Fremont East. That's what I mean. Yeah, you know, there's some that way, but
1: not the experience. Even for that, sure. Yeah. If you've
2: ever, if you've gone, especially post, post,
1: I haven't. Like even COVID, like, yeah.
2: <laughs> because it doesn't exist here. But the 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 fact that like it is, it's just different it's yeah. just become a its own thing so main street's kind of taking over that piece that's of what good. they call you know, the arts district this niche that we're talking about just that want for
1: creating and watching local live entertainment uh, original stuff there it's always going to be there so you know i hope and i pray and i think it will happen whether it's down on main down on water street these kind of places it's going to harbor it you know yeah. and i know that there's enough people that either have moved here or are growing up that still Pitch like music yes. enough yeah and that we're going to get another rush i hope you yeah. know and i think so some you know some of it i'm talking a little bit out of what i know because i'm not i don't have my ear to the ground we've talked about that too but um i can't wait if the more i hear about that the more cuz my daughter's going to be growing up and yeah. i want her to experience I have a stuff. place to
0: go to and a place to listen to i want story. her to
1: have that experience
0: so Brian, now um at- Post COVID here, and I know you said you've done, you know, a play in January stuff. What, what what else is on the horizon for you, man? What what are you looking forward to now? What what is a uh, nothing much? Is your hope, I nothing
2: know. much right now. Yeah, nothing much right now.
0: I mean, you hopefully, get back to writing your music and stuff. I mean, are you so you are planning to get singing and back out again when available? Or I mean, you yeah, haven't even I thought think so. That- I
2: think it's it's gonna be when all the stars align, when there's the the right show at the right time, the right place, you know, as far as it goes. But usually, and Pat knows this, like, there as far as bands are concerned or anything, there usually has to be something you're striving towards in order for anything to get done. Like, to get some people in a room to say, hey, let's practice or let's do this, there has to be something set up. Or the, you know, there has to be something you're going towards, otherwise you'll it, you just can't right. do it. So. You know what though, there doesn't have to be that just to get together and jam. So, no, you know, and that's I think that's kind of where my brain was going as far as like I haven't written a song. I was like, maybe
0: I just need to play with other people and like yeah. get the juices flowing again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just uh, you know. And who's the group with you? that you guys? I mean, with the the band you're with. I mean, are you still with it? Or I in some I, would, I mean.
2: Technically no, but okay. we we practiced a few times and played the old songs and it's nice. Okay. It like that band's called Glass Pools. Glass Pools.
1: What um what do you have going down the pipes for as far as uh, on the theater side? Anything uh, maybe coming up on the horizon or anything that you no. just kind of keeping your eye out
2: for something that uh- it goes down like because um the last thing I directed was this thing called The Nether and it was cool because they were they were doing awards at the time like mm-hmm. theater. Valley Theater Awards type thing. And it won Best Play. Oh, nice. And I won Best Director. Wow. And it was like the third time I did it. But that was in like 2016, and I haven't directed since then. Since then? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. But the problem with that is, is because directing plays takes a lot out of you. <laughs> because oh, I can imagine. Are, you have to you, – you invest so much time, so much energy. So what I've been trying to do since then is just read – Mm. and find something that I want to do yeah. something that I want to dedicate that
0: much time and effort to. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What's the reason for it? Yeah. Why do I want to do it? And how could I, how could I make this, why yeah. do I have to do it? Right. Know? Right. So, and that's the same type of thing with like acting and things like that. It's like, yeah. if I'm going to spend my time here, sometimes get, uh, um, Compensated financially, but nothing right. like you're not making money. Yeah, no, no yeah. I mean, got, the first time the I day ever job. made,
0: you know, I want got, a house and money, Largo. I'm just,
2: well, yeah, I got a, that, you know, now. you get a hundred dollars for acting in something, you're like, I'm a professional
0: actor now. Yeah, yeah, there you <laughs> I've go, been, yeah, I've been paid. Yeah, you pay- this
2: <laughs>
0: But someone. that's something that's a milestone, <laughs> though. A yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge milestone. I
2: mean, yeah, technically, you've been a professional musician. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, like I said earlier, with Red Eye Radio, we when I had to do taxes on it, yeah. like when I had to actually cool. <laughs> do a separate uh, yeah. business thing for my uh, thing. I'm like, yes, wow, that's fine.
1: Well, that's, funny. Well, that's but, interesting. Yeah. But
2: yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what's on the horizon. I guess long story long, it's like when I know it, I'll see it type thing. Yeah, like, I gotcha. it's like um, that would be fun. But there's a lot of good like theater groups in town doing stuff. There's a public fit that's doing things over. Um, where the bunkhouse is over on like Maryland, it's called the usual place, the place that they're at. Uh, Majestic Theaters on Main Street, actually, which is great. There's uh, former Cockroach, which is now Vegas Theater Company, and they're right there next to Artifice in the Arts District. And then all the way over on Decatur, there's a place called the Playhouse with poor Richard's players. But all these people are doing things that's awesome, but they're just starting to. Kind of get the wheels turning again. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Because though. it was just January when everybody I knew had COVID. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, So right. now you we're doing recovery. this in uh, April. Yeah, so it's like it has only been a very small amount of time since like yeah. things were yeah. able to happen, or like or my own mental like change of okay, now this can actually happen. I yeah. can actually do something. Uh, yeah, you know, or there yeah. could actually be the potential for a show type thing. I, I, I think that not
1: only will you get your – you know, the gears will get turning again um, just once we kind of let go of a certain thing that we're getting out of and just moving forward. But, you know, also you got to wait for certain things around the city to get moving again too. Yeah, and when those start, coincide and yeah. align the right way, I know that uh, –
0: The gears will start turning again. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing. Start.
2: Like I will be – you know – one of the great things is your is is Adam our friend Adam's dad has always been in a cover band. They were always they're always in this band called Flashback, and they yeah. play fifties okay. music. Yeah, yeah. well, nice. Pat just went and saw them oh, like last year. Adam's dad's what in his sixties yeah. now? Oh, you great. know they're yeah. they're yeah. still going out and doing still it. Do it, yeah. And I and some people might look at that and be like, "That's sad," but oh, I, like why? in the same breath, it's like I will always probably be doing right. I I. I absolutely will always have to do something. Right? Other are all go insane. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You, you can only binge watch so many things. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
1: awesome, man. Yeah. I'm so happy you were able to join us here and jump on and chat about just yeah. not only not only you, but just Vegas in general and music yeah. and things Thank like you, that. Man. Yeah. Thanks, it's Brian. been it's been great. Uh, Hopefully, my
2: Darth, Darth Vader. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could hear my wheezing and the. Like, no, you sound good, so man. Yeah,
0: that's bachelor jam. Thanks, Brian and thanks for coming on and sharing your story bud sharing everything about you and you interesting thanks for having me uh, I love the whole theater aspect that you have too on top of that that's awesome that's a, it's just like a double threat right there you know <laughs> like I've, all, yeah. I've
1: always loved that he's you've had that and I've I've gone in, and seen it and it's just something that has never been in me and but I love that outlet and I've, I loved uh, that that's been a big part of what you've done too it's you've done a lot there almost almost equally matched with being in a band or playing live music, yeah. so I
0: think that's the double threat. It's yeah. the
2: it's the unique luxury of living in this town. Yeah. Yes. Be, you know, being able to. And I'm I'm things. glad you're
0: able to take full advantage of it too. Yeah. You know, hey, might as well. Like you said, that you can't do it almost anywhere else. I mean, right. it's very few places you can, and that's cool, man. Yeah. You know, is there anything you would like to uh, plug or bring up, Brian?
3: No. no. <laughs> 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 hey. Radio side. We'll keep every updated if.
0: Uh, if Brian's ever going to be out there for a show a place, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep everybody really updated there <laughs> Thanks again Brian thank you hey, you hey Patrick thanks for joining me again you Got it. Hey, everybody thank you very much for joining us for another episode of Tales from Vegas Music Edition Hey if you guys if you want to contact the show it's at Tales from Vegas Podcast at yahoo.com or you can please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at tfv underscore podcast Thanks again everybody thank you for showing up for the show Thank you guys for coming See you guys later, bye